Uncharted territory, dog. All right. Episode 34 of the Critically Unfocused podcast coming to you live and direct from the Zencaster studios this time around because Riverside was playing around and cost our dear viewers of, of what was it, the week nine NFL review. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had a banger for y'all, too. We had really a did. Banger. It was it was a, it was going to be the first uh, Tyrell Jamal production, right? Yep. Yep. All, yep, all yeah. me. Yeah, but the, we won't even get into it. They try to play me. They did play me, but we'll be back next week. We got it. Just straight up lost to the ether. We don't we don't like that. We don't we don't play them type of games. This 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 product right here is too precious. We put too much work in to give Hell y'all yeah. these these quality pods that we do give y'all. So when something like that happens, we get to uh pushing papers around and getting in the Googles to find out where else we take the show. So we're on exactly. to our third studio, but that you know, third times the charm is what they say out there in the, in the showbiz world. Just letting y'all in on seeing how the sauce is made is all. Um, Rome wasn't so built overnight. Back. I heard. Uh, you know, were you there? I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, okay, you got a point. Can I you really the... trust carbon dating? Uh, I'm anti-vaxxer. I don't know, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Vaccines and carbon dating. <laughs> I think it's thing. the same shit. Oh, what's the difference? No, Explain it right I, now. I, I, I did I got on my um Aaron Rodgers research and looked it up and it was about the same. So mm. do you got five hundred pages of it though? Don't trust carbon dating. That's a great MLK <laughs> would say. Yes. MLK was actually six hundred and forty years old. They tried to carbon date him, but is a fact. Couldn't see it. MLK was it's actually the, the person that landed on the moon, but they don't want to tell you that inside the <laughs> history books. They didn't put that in one night in Miami. They did Holding not. It no. back. That Taco B wasn't in the movie, actually. He was on the moon. <laughs> At the time. I'll look it up. Wow. <laughs> Do your research. Fuck uh, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> the hell? All my homies hate Buzz Aldrin. All my homies hate Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Stolen Valor, head ass. <laughs> the fuck oh, shit. <laughs> shout out Martin Luther King the moonwalker the original moonwalker you think he took Joe Jackson with him <laughs> you probably you probably so cool at the time <laughs> no actually you know what because some, some theory say that Joe Joe might have had something never mind but oh Lord. maybe he didn't take Joe and that might be why Joe could have inspired oh him. that makes sense <laughs> That makes a little bit more sense. Wow. See, this is the, this, this is the kind of quality people miss out on when we can't put our show. They, they wouldn't have learned today that Martin Luther King was the man that landed on the moon. Yeah, we do all this research to share it with y'all. And unfortunately, like I said, we lost an episode. <laughs> but, uh, fucking disservice. We hey, I learned this week, research this time. Hey, I learned this week that a black man created the refrigerator. You know that? From a peanut? <laughs> nah, nigga, from... I don't even know how. I just know he got a patent as the nigga that created the fridge. Yo, what will white people do without black people, dog? They'd have fucking moldy meat still. Did he get Kidding promptly me? arrested for making an innovation? <laughs> no. uh, Henry Ford was like, wow, look at this. I created the fridge. What the hell are you doing creating shit to help white people, black people? Go ahead and take that from your brother. <laughs> mm. This is the black excellence segment of the podcast, if you aren't aware. Yeah. We also looked all of this up as well. Exactly, man. I've been doing these are not just jokes. These are I've historical facts. Look it up. Been doing the science. All right, mm-hmm. man. Let's get into this shit. How, how's your week? How's how's uh life in below the Mason Dixon? Man, look, I made some friends this week called the Law Tigers. They they protect motorcyclists. You might wonder why 
I have oh, this to protect boy. motorcyclists. But it's because, yes, I have props this week and I'm holding up things. So audio people, you're missing out. Go to YouTube, check the videos out. Hopefully this week we'll have a good one up there. <laughs> I got a certificate because I passed the Harley Davidson um, writing academy, new writer course. Wow. So wow. Long am, it is. I know. <laughs> what a movie. <laughs> Um, but I am now in a situation where I can go down to my local DMV, um, hand over this card that I earned by passing the writing academy. Um, and I just have to take the computer test or whatever, and I can get my motorcycle endorsement. Nice. Wait, do you got to take the whole plaque with you or the little card? There's a card, but the card's in my wallet. This plaque okay. is just for me to have a moment. It'd be hella fun if you had to take the plaque, take it in like you're showing your mom your like report card or something. So the purpose of this actually though is like if I lose the little cards that they gave me, I just take this back in there. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm sure every uh 64 year old white man has that hanging up in their office. You pass oh, that. So I can tell you a little bit about Harley culture though, because I got to spend okay two and a half days at a Harley dealership. Let's do it. One of which was Veterans Day. So um, one, it's it's everything you think it is. You're you're completely right for thinking of the stereotype. <laughs> But there's also a whole lot of other people in there that like you wouldn't think would be in there. I mean, saw a lot of brothers in there. Um, I, I was about to say, I feel like I see a lot of black dudes on uh, like Harley type bikes more than like you, the crotch rocket go, joints. So what's what's the stereotype of you when you see think of a black dude on a Harley bike? An older black dude uh, with a pot mm-hmm. gut that likes to listen to uh, the Gap Band hella loud on his his bike speakers. It's a hundred percent correct. they play it so loud that we had a class of six people and so our bikes would be on and they would probably be like 300 feet away from us at the other end of the parking lot you could hear their music playing as they over our bikes doug i don't know why motorcycle speakers are the clearest speakers on the planet that shit sounds like you are at a concert when those pull up next to you i think yeah i think whatever i think they're like the same thing as boat speakers those are like the two like, loudest speakers. That makes sense. And I guess it makes yeah. sense because they're built to like be played outside, unlike your car speakers. Yeah. But yeah, like if you turn your car radio all the way up, open all the doors, it don't sound as clear as a it's motorcycle. Not it's not, not close even close. <laughs> it's not open even like close. your bike being dumb loud too, which I guess that means why you have to have it so loud. But you figure yeah, like for sure. the pipes are below you and behind you and you're moving away from that sound. Mm-hmm. The speakers are in your face. So why does it need to be that loud? Because niggas like loud music. Because I feel like I don't ever hear nobody yeah, playing the Eagles on their Whitney bike. Houston and Tony Braxton. Ooh. I heard Al Green. Yeah, he was revving that engine at the hose at the stoplight. I got some change in my Ooh. pocket. But okay. it's, I mean, it's, it's a cool That's crowd lit. and a cool community of stuff that they got going on over there, though. I, I will say that. Like, if um, it makes sense that they're, um, not, I wouldn't say target audience, but their fan base that they have. It makes sense that they are who they are because it's a lot of people who are retired that need activities to do. And like being a Harley Davidson fan gives you activities to do all the time. Like you can uh, get on these rides like my instructor. He said he does this one where he just goes around the country um, visiting different, uh, I think, memorials for veterans. But like they're in okay. small towns like all across the nation. So you figure like you have nothing else to do. You yeah. have um, you by being a Harley Davidson fan, you have you can go to Harley dealerships and meet up with other Harley fans. And then you can also just give yourself tasks to do of going across the nation to do like stuff like that. Like that's how it's like to see a bunch of small towns and like eat at a bunch of places and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Motorcycle culture does seem kind of fun, especially like, 
Yeah, you see like groups of black, like shit, all age, like black folks being these like little biker clubs and stuff and like rolling out together oh, on the yeah, weekend yeah. to like ride out Sturgis and you know, shit like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That shit's hella tight. And it, it's yeah. always with the with the Harleys, which is kind of tight because there's something intimidating about think, a Harley or like that yeah. type of bike, I should say. Not always a Harley. I don't think any other brand, even like with cars, like has that much of a like its own culture surrounding it. Like Harley, no, is. It's, it's, it's really yeah, weird. Harley is like I keep saying Harley type bike because like I don't even know. Like I think Honda makes bikes like those, like the bigger. Yeah, ones, everybody but makes Harleys, but like, yeah, it's Harley's, just a Harley when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's specific things about Harleys that make them uniquely themselves, and, and I can get into the the stuff behind it, but it's really not necessary. Sure. Like, it's- no, it is funny though to think of like uh, brands that become the object, like a Q-tip, like a cotton swab is a cotton swab. We just call it a Q-tip, or like everybody calls them a tablet, an Kleenex. iPad, yeah, stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, let yeah. me get a Kleenex. I got a fucking Dove, bro. What are you talking about? But yeah, Harley is just like when I think motorcycle, it's like, oh, do you got a a street bike or do you got a Harley? <laughs> Yeah, you got a crowd rocker, you got a Harley. Exactly. <laughs> Last time. So you about to get a bike set? I have a, I have a Yamaha. Um, well, so so this is, I'll give you my uh, takeaways from the class. So I I had fun. I did have fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, but it also made me aware of like that I don't know if I'm the right person for a motorcycle, um, at least uh-huh. not with where I am today. Like I'm not going to get one and be riding around everywhere. Um, I'm definitely keeping my eyes open to something like super cheap, like under two thousand dollars that i could buy yeah. to just practice on um and then see if i get more confident and feel ready to do something after that but as of now i'm not in any rush i just want to get this paperwork stuff done so i get the endorsement my license so i don't have to worry about that yeah. again but um, and that's yeah, for everything right you don't got to retake it ever as far as i know you don't got to retake it yes yeah. Nice. yeah i'm possibly switching my license to north carolina so um, yeah, I know, but it's it's gonna be a lot easier, I think, for me to do I'm that. Sure. Um, Trying to get a Washington here. endorsement on a in North Carolina, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so that's cool. Wow, uh, it's been a it's been a, all right, fairly uneventful, which again is always a good thing. Slowly working my way off this IR, uh, so we're gonna see if nigga. I'm trying to hoop, man. I'm trying to do something active. You trying to do things that are directly nah. affecting me? <laughs> of course not. I can't ride my bike. I can't do nothing fun. I'm just lazy now hmm. yeah i was at my physical therapy looking at myself like oh this is gross i need to i need to be able to move around again this shit is for the mm. birds mm. yeah but yeah otherwise uneventful um what a i was going through the numbers this week i've said it about a couple other numbers 34 a good ass number man this <laughs> it is was one of the, it was one of those ones where it's like damn like should i put this person on there i don't because i don't want to be reading a list forever don't nobody care that much but it's like damn there's some good ass 34s because uh, this yeah, is I gotta, episode I have, 34. I gotta go about somebody, somebody on here. Well, actually, the last person on here let's have an anecdote about. Is it Giannis uh, about Harley's because he plays in Milwaukee, which is where Harley's No, 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 no. no. The, okay. the last person on your list. So oh, you okay. get there, sure. Yeah, so we got Shaq, the big diesel, yeah. probably the best 34. Oh. Uh, Giannis, maybe also the best 34. Hakeem could, could be the best 34. I don't know. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, Ray Allen. Seattle legend, Barkley, Bo Jackson, Walter Payton, and Earl Campbell, who has some of the best YouTube highlights I've ever seen. Like, Bo Jackson got some shit. Earl Campbell just, like, running through people while they rip his jersey off his body. He's like, nah, I'm, a, I'm actually going to score a touchdown. It's like, God, I hate to run okay. over by him. So I have, actually have two takeaways from this list. Um, 
So Walter Payton, that was, I believe, I don't know if he's my dad's favorite football player of all time. I know he's his favorite running back, and that's how come he chose the number he wore in high nice. school. And I don't know if he got it in college or not, um, but he definitely, uh, Wilson, he wore 34. Um, yeah. And Earl Campbell, he, and I don't know if they're still there, but he was selling hot links at Walmart, and they were fire. And this was, like, obviously before I was vegan. Um, my oh, dad wow. would buy them. Um, yeah, they were really good. <laughs> Earl Campbell hot links. I know this shit's yep. got to be fire. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Busting, as the kids would say. Oh, yeah. If you look up Earl Campbell, one of the first things that pops up is Earl Campbell's sausage. It looks like he still got him. All oh, right. yes. You, they must not be sausage. They must not be everywhere because they on eBay for 60 bucks. How are you selling some sausages on eBay? <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, they definitely pop up on Walmart's website for eight fifty. They out of stock, though. I can't even order them. That's the supply shortage, dog. They they, they couldn't uh, get yeah. the Earl Campbell sausages out there. We losing recipes. Damn. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get back to work, oh, everybody. Man. Just kidding. Don't do it if they ain't paying you. Hold out. Yeah, fuck don't, work, don't man. Don't bust the wallet open. Don't do it unless they're paying you enough. Exactly. Fuck Joe. Cancel student debt, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> no, he just want to say Satchel Page the best Negro of all time. Man, what a dickhead! Uh, and people were trying to say Yo, it was called the Negro Lake, so he had to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> he paused before he said it too. He was like uh, Satchel Page, the uh, the great Negro at the time. Like, ah, damn, nigga, you put some emphasis on that in. No, you know, like you it. know what it was, man. He kind of he. I've had the moment happen too, like we kind of space out. He was yeah, you don't know what to say. He was he was back there watching Satchel Page though when he was a kid, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, you <laughs> went to watch the Negro League, boy." Let me tell no, you, <laughs> it's crazy to think that we have a president that was alive to watch players in the Negro Leagues. Actually, he, I don't know if he was or not. But they like, said uh, Satchel Page retired at when Joe uh, Joe Biden was 11 years old. So I, maybe he was out of the oh. league at some point. But like that's like a, a decent age. Like I think Satchel Page oh. played a short amount of time in the MLB. No, he didn't. Satchel Page played a long-ass time. So for Joe uh, Biden to be 11 years old. No, I'm saying in the MLB, though. Like I think he spent most of his career in the Negro League, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure the overwhelming yeah. amount. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden oh, all the shit. Yeah. And it's, you could tell he's the great Negro of the time. The fuck? <laughs> Satchel Page was born in 1906. How are you Bruh. 11 years old when you've seen him retire? Bro, look at the seven. look who's running our lives, man. I mean, so, it, it was it was it was you know there were two options and we had to pick. <laughs> I know like, there shouldn't have been one of these options. God, damn, this motherfucker clearly got dementia because he was up there like, what word should I use? I mean, my dad hanging in there, great. Bernie dog. We, we got one more go at this. <laughs> Dog, Bernie gonna be ninety one trying to run for president. It's a we could. Oh man, I don't want to like derail us, but like that's kind of a scary sight though, because you know who's coming back twenty twenty four, and like if it's split between Bernie and Biden, like I think we kind of about we're not. I want. I don't want to say we, but like I think the blue side about to take an L. If, <laughs> if I'm I'm fully prepared for these motherfuckers to lose because they didn't they didn't have, haven't done none of the fly shit that they was campaigning on any of the like cool points they could earn because we was like we're ready to get this motherfucker out of here and they mm-hmm. giving it they kind of was giving up the game and they didn't give us shit like I guess you get the mm-hmm. child tax credit but you're really just getting an advance on the payment so it really ain't exactly. even like you getting a stimmy reel 
Like, nah, nah. The HBCUs they about to- got a bag. I know that. The infrastructure bill got passed, so that's cool. Um, but after they cut that bitch by, like, three quarters, they... That's, like, that's not on. That's not on Joe though. That's like House Democrats. Like I know that's House not on Joe. Hey, fuck yeah. you, Chris and Cinema. But all it's, my homies take Chris and Cinema. Big Donnie's like waiting in the in, in the in the back, like uh, Undertaker waiting for WrestleMania right now. Like, yeah, kind of I won't. I won't wish him dead, but I will hope. Like I hope he's just mentally unsound to run again. Like I hope he's talking mm-hmm. to himself and drooling and shit by the time that rolls around. I'm just saying. Like we we what we're we're almost a year into this. Yeah. Um, what would he have to display to be labeled mentally unsound based on what we've seen the last year? Talking to himself and drooling. <laughs> no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. Like literally, have to the be only like. Thing that John hasn't done is drool. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> mentally unsound. If Joe Biden was <laughs> running again right now, that's the bar. Nah. He's like still good. Then. Yeah. So yeah, maybe there ain't no bar. Have to, he'd have to be a veggie. Put that brother on veggie. Now you're an ableist. You want you want to be an ableist? Really? I'm currently disabled, so no. If you have a handicap, you can make fun of other handicaps. That's not how that that's works, how that works. Uh, who are you to judge? You're not handicapped. As you know, I don't. Maybe I don't. Maybe <laughs> I. You don't. Don't assume my handicap. You got drop foot, sir. Don't assume my handicap. <laughs> All right, talk yeah, talk about something it. else. I don't want to do the same. You about to get me? Speaking of handy, uh, no. you about to get the woke mob after me. <laughs> I'm not gonna you know, do that. Segue. If you're gonna say handicap and talk about the first thing on this list, I'm logging off. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, I gotta get it back. I gotta get back. I gotta get my you are. Back. Yeah. Hey, people. Hey, we were talking about it last week. People really think like Blake, the nice, responsible one out of the group. You really the worst person I've ever met. I just have the like probably the. Um, no, I don't think I have the widest sense of humor, but um, <laughs> you got the sickest sense of humor. humor very wide. <laughs> it's it's sickening. <laughs> I can find humor in most things, so I just you know. Um, okay, Astro World, folks. Um, <laughs> wow, look who's laughing! Oh, you are ill. <laughs> you are ill. Okay, a little rundown here. Travis Scott has a festival in Houston. Um, it's named after, or I mean, I guess it's not named after his album. It's the same same title as one of his albums, his last album, Astro World. Um, and there was a mass casualty event at this past one. Um, this is this last weekend, last Saturday. Uh, yeah, because it was yeah, the morning after we recorded. Okay. Yep. Last Saturday. Yeah, craziest text inside the group chat. People were talking about like um, multiple dead from Astroworld and like all these crazy tweets were sent out the videos and stuff that was going on there. Um, it was a whole, really hard to parse together. And like, honestly, anytime my mind sees like something with a large crowd of people and multiple people dead, I always think like it's a shooter because yeah, that's just sure. kind of what we've been conditioned to. Um, this was not that. It was um, worse. In you my could opinion. say that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it. They're really just comparing two terrible things, so <laughs> both of them are bad. Terrible or the T. Yeah. So approximately fifty thousand people were intended to Astroworld. Over three hundred people were treated at the on field at the on site field hospital at the event throughout the day. The Houston Fire Department had fifty five units that responded to the mass casualty event and respond in addition to what Astroworld already had on site. Um and this is a statement from the Fire Chief Samuel Pena of Houston, I believe. Um, 
So some preliminary facts. We had at least eight confirmed fatalities tonight. We had scores of individuals that were injured at this event. We had an attendance of approximately, I already said that, 50,000. We know approximately at 9 o'clock, um, the crowd began to compress towards the front of the stage, and that caused some panic, and it started causing some injuries. People began to fall out, become unconscious, and create additional panic. So basically, the, the crowd, it's called a crowd crush, but it, it you could think of stampede. It's the same thing. Um, they all push towards the front of the stage, and basically, large groups of people like that, they work like bodies of water. Like So if one person starts pushing, like you've seen like the wave in a crowd at a baseball stadium, it's the same thing with people walking forward or pushing forward. So people were just getting smashed because somebody, I don't know, 40 feet behind them decided to, to walk forward or something like that. And it ended with, um, yeah, eight people were confirmed dead out on sun- Saturday morning. But I think it, now yeah. it's like up to nine dead. I know for sure it's up to nine because they pronounced someone brain dead. But there's a couple other injuries that it's like I don't understand how some people are supposed to survive those. Okay. And um, so I guess the large discussion this week has sort of been how this happened as it should be. Cause you like, I mean, it, it's, it's a horrific event that like you, you have people in, in scenarios that they can't escape from um, and just kind of have to, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's just really unimaginable. Like you fall down to the ground no. and you just get trampled to death by a crowd of people that can't do anything to stop it from happening because yep. the few behind them that are pushing Ugh. them to the door. They can't stop it either. It's like it's, yeah, it's they can't even think about picking you up. No, like it's no people. Your people are just powerlessly watching you die. Like it, it's it's incredibly sad. Like I believe a nine year old was the one that passed away. Like recently, yeah, making up nine. Oh no, it was a woman. But they did say that there was a nine year old that was like on his father's shoulders, and like they started to get crushed, so he fell off. And I think yep. he's like super he's injured. Bad ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know one of the yeah. people that passed away is from hmm. out here. Um, but they, yep, yeah, they were, uh, yeah, they were reading West. off the list and it was like three teenagers, two or three early teenagers. And like the oldest person, was like 27, it's like, yeah, super right, young like 15 year old, 14 year old. And they're, they're obviously this nine year old now. Um, shitty bro. Yeah. So some background, I guess, um, I have actually done security at a festival before. Um, it was a metal festival called mayhem fest at white river. Um, so at that festival, this was my first time going to any type of rock concert, um, but I was introduced to one. I knew what a mosh pit was just because like that's popular culture, but I did not know what a wall of death was. Um, do you, are you know what that is, Cyril? No, I've never heard that before. I kind of okay, guess, but, I guess. But you are familiar with the mosh pit, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So let's say you have a mosh pit. What will happen for a wall of death to occur? Um, either the performers on stage or whoever is like kind of enforcing the mosh pit in the mosh pit they'll they'll call for everybody to like stop and just they'll split the crowd like the red sea like moses with the stick and all that right okay yeah crowd splits evenly um and the people that were in the mosh pit at a certain point like usually the performer like sets it off like when the beat drops in the song or something like that everyone just rams together like like um some type of lord of the rings battlefield type shit okay yeah i've seen that before okay that's idiotic I saw multiple of those. Um, I've probably worked, I don't know, six different performers that day, including the main stage. I was at the front of that. Um, and so you're kind of just like, I'm saying this to say like, it, there's a lot going on um, at things this size of people who are kind of have to be responsible for what's going on on the floor. Um, 
eyes that have to be on that ways for people that are on the floor to get off the floor. Um, we were constantly having people filter up to the front of the crowd. You pick them up and lift them over the bar and let them walk out to the side to get go wherever they need to go. Yeah. Um, you're looking in there to watch people falling down and stuff like that. And the point of all this is that like they were, I, I, I'm guessing from the pictures that we've seen from Astroworld that they were severely understaffed for what they had going on there. Oh yeah. Um, it looked like it was super dark. They couldn't see into the crowd, um, which is like already wild dangerous. Um, they probably didn't have enough security people on hand to handle this in the first place. Um, but <laughs> they had an article from one of the security dudes. He said he got hired like days before, had never done security before. They didn't check an ID uh, mm-hmm. and they were going to mm-hmm. pay him on cash app. So it was like, y'all were just asking folks in Houston, like, Hey, you want to come work a concert? <laughs> that's normal yeah. though. Cause that's how I got hired to Mayhem festival. Cause you know, I don't I, have a security background. Yeah, no, I don't have like, one either. I I've done that too, but not for like a Astro world type concert. Well, let that's me tell you, like, 50,000 people? Yeah, so, but, so, you gotta Mayhem go hire Festival, a right? I, I, the people who were at the show that, like, are big names, you probably know, Corn, Rob Zombie, have you ever heard of Five Figure oh, wow. Death Punch? Yeah. Uh, Atreyu, um, No FX, then there, there, there's more than that, but already those are like, sure, some but like big, bands. yeah, big metal bands for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, like, okay, I'm telling yeah. you, the way that I got that's, that, that's... that gig was Cameron needed a ride out there. So he's like, "Hey, you want to yeah. work it too?" He's like, "Sure." Like, and I, the yeah, day make a couple I, hundred bucks. I, I actually never got my paycheck from it, but it was an experience. It is. Wow. So okay, well, yeah, that's just. I it just feels like, and obviously, I feel like in hindsight, that's where you hire the people who work like the Tacoma Dome concerts. That's there in the yellow jackets, like walking. Yep. Like you, you got a I team, a team of people. <laughs> oh, they shouldn't have given you a jacket. I was. I felt no, like it was too but, official now. It's that's the thing. No, it's yeah. like I just think that and, that might just be the norm because it's like you you have yeah. like um you just need whatever bodies. it is like Live Nation running this, and yeah. they probably put out the same feelers and ads that got everybody hired for man. That's, that's true. They do that's it true. Like actual, you need a lot yeah. of people. You're not paying a bunch of money, but you just need bodies. Like they were showing videos of, like the girl trying to get up on the stage or whatever, like to tell the cameraman, like yo, you got to tell somebody. Like people are down there dying. Like, get off the camera. <laughs> get off the goddamn stage. Yeah, them videos were nuts. That shit didn't. It was one of those like events that didn't seem real. Like watching Travis like humming and shit mm-hmm. over people getting carried out the crowd. I was like, is this a joke? Am I being, being trolled, Doug? No, and like, yeah, I guess like. So what what has been your like your take on how things have gone like since then? Like, uh, just like with the response to how people are, um, uh, let's say where where people are putting the blame, whether it be Travis Live Nation. Um, the I venue. see people primarily speaking, saying it's on Travis, especially after the Houston police came out. We're like, we told him before, like, yo, your crowd's getting kind of out of hand. Like, and once you start performing, it's only going to get worse. So I've seen like, I don't think I've really seen anybody blame anyone other than Travis, unless it's people who are like, okay, but you also need to blame like the venue or Live Nation or security or the police or like whatever. But yeah, I see most of it going on Travis. I don't, I don't disagree but it's like, I don't, I couldn't have, ex- I can't, re- I feel like you can't really expect in a crowd of 50,000 people. And like you said, you can't really see because it was, it was hella dark. He got light shining up at him. It is kind of mm-hmm. hard to be like, yo, he should have seen that shit was going on. But like at one point there's like ambulances driving through the crowd and people are like jumping on those. So it's kind of like, okay, this seems like something is going wrong. And like, just cause like you don't hear gunshots, which is all what we thought it was. You're just like going to continue going. Cause it's not like. Cause yeah, when we first seen it, you see eight people dead, you think gunshots, and if you or a shooter, 
And if there's yeah. gunshots at a concert, shit's stopping and people are leaving. But since it's like isolated little pockets of people being crushed everywhere, I'm sure you can see those people are trying to like wave for help. And I don't know. It's it's a rough you know, situation. I, 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 yeah, it's like, like you. I feel like um, one. So one, I feel like at a festival like this, um, especially Travis Scott, his music being what it is, like mm-hmm. you're probably going to have people there indulging on substances. Whatever the oh, substances yeah. may be. You're going to people probably didn't get enough water, probably yep. been going hella hard that day, that probably when it gets to that last show of the day, which Travis definitely is, might be passing out. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I think that's, yeah. Probably, yeah, that's probably not like a foreign sight to him First, um security and medical people have to come into the crowds at his show. It's probably yeah. not like a foreign sight to him. Like, for sure. Used to that. So when does it click in his head that like this is more than that like it probably doesn't because like this is something you feel all the time i feel like the ambulances would probably have to do it because they said there was like seven or eight of those like going through the crowd trying okay. to get bodies no, and I, like I just saw the one i didn't know about yeah. that. i saw the one with people jumping on top of it i didn't know there was like seven or eight Same. going in but i it's think like, some it's- of them, i think some of them were like little like security carts that had lights on them so they're probably a little shorter um, okay but yeah i mean yeah i don't i don't know at what point because i know he's like this is his shit is like having wild ass concerts. He's been arrested for this twice before for like crowds being unruly. So it's like, he probably is like, yeah, this is literally what this always looks like. So if it's what it always looks like, you ain't really going to know that people are dying. So yeah, I, I, I feel like all, all the, um, like, like live nation and whatever you, the actual venue is like, if you're going to accept an act like this, you kind of need to know what you need to have yep. beforehand. And like, if, if, mm-hmm. If and that's, don't yeah, that's where it comes to it. security and shit is what I was kind of complaining yeah. about. Like you, it's wild that a rock band where it's like we know we're about to have this crazy ass wall of death slam into each other. We might want to get like a good security team because that like is experience. Let me get a good medical tent too. Make sure that yeah. multiple of them. Make sure people got ways exactly. to get to all. Yeah, of there them. was. They're saying people were like getting dragged out of the crowd, not breathing, and they're like, "Is there a nurse?" Like they're asking for help. One girl was like. I passed out. I got crowd surfed out of the crowd and woke up, but I'm a nurse. So when I woke up, I started like helping them work, but it's like, they just didn't, it, it seems like, yeah, they were either wildly, underst- wildly understaffed, wildly. I don't know. I, or like, we, about to get sued, though. That nigga about to be paying in. Yeah. Or I don't think he is. I, was, I don't think he is. Um, I'd be shocked. I'd be no, shocked. This, He's already paying about for shit. Yeah. That, that's his choice. Though. Like voluntarily. You're saying, yeah. You're saying about to be paying like legally. I do think so. too. But yeah, so would you we hear? spoke about this on the button podcast in that um normally how these things work is that the the artist will use an LLC to book the show. So the LLC will basically be representing the artist and everything okay. will go towards that. And since it's the LLC, like nothing comes of it. Sure. We gonna see. I I'd be shocked if some of these people don't not sue an LLC, they sue him personally. I'd be shocked. Ninety lawsuits they said have been filed already, and I know some of them they said had. I don't know. What they else said came on top of this. It's more than ninety. They though. said originally. Uh, I know Travis, Live Nation, and Drake were like listed as defendants on some of these. So like, yeah. So I feel like something's got to come up. Something's going to come of it. But his his response, like that weird ass video he recorded the day after in black and white. He like, <laughs> oh my god, it's been a meme all week because he's just like sitting there holding his head like, oh man. Hell said, uh, it just looks hilarious and not see very unserious. You might as well have given us iOS press release. I if you find myself and think of myself as a, <laughs> a man of faith, <laughs> a 
because there's a drive. I don't know if I've put this headset off again. Will be a home run. <laughs> Dog, yeah, he, he's a joke. He is a very unserious person. I know uh, he's hey, a lot of act- coming up about just his character too. I guess like he has like, yeah. a long history of being an asshole. Which he I look, mean, it, I've seen it on stage, and he looks like he'd be a dickhead. Okay, yeah, people feel like he's like the worst person to work with. You could imagine. But he, he kicked the. Uh, I remember he kicked the. Um, what like a, a cameraman off stage? He's like, "Hey man, get your nerdy ass off the stage." He's like, "Yeah, I work oh, for Summer Lord. Jam. I work for Summer Jam." He's like, "You don't work for me, nigga. Get off the stage." I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fucking embarrassing." Yeah, oh, but yeah, man, R.I.P. to those people because God, <laughs> I couldn't imagine you go to a concert and like, yeah, you just being trampled. Like, holy fuck, dude! I don't like crowds, dog. I don't like not crowds. at all. Not fifty k. Yeah, nah. oh, dude. What's the biggest That's crowd all. you've been in? Probably like the biggest like crowd, like just people in in not like a venue, like a building packed people where they weren't like next to you, but it's like the biggest crowd you think. Like where it was. Oh, it? I mean, I guess at like a sporting event. Like, sporting event? yeah, we went to uh, the Michigan game and that was one hundred and eight thousand people. But yeah, that wasn't like you know in a in like yeah, a general admission orderly. Yeah, like oh, pit, much more. Know? Yeah, if like the <laughs> biggest like general admission concert, I can't even. A couple hundred people, maybe like two hundred fifty people at like Showbox or something, like at a Big Sean concert. And actually, at that Big Sean concert, it, they were like the crowd was the entire time was like doing that wave shit. So it was like not Woo! even people wanting to, but you're literally just like you're moving this way and then you're moving this way, and it's like you can't stop because somebody eighteen people over is rocking and nothing you can do about it. That's and that crazy. was uncomfortable. That was very uncomfortable because it was like yo, now you you can't even listen to the music because you're trying to make sure you stay on your feet. And shit. I think for me, um, the one that is popping in my mind the whole entire week has been um, walking into the gate of Gamescom for whatever reason. So it's like mm-hmm. they basically had you like we were underneath an overpass, and like you had to funnel through like these two oh, tiny openings yeah. in this gate. Oh, and that was that might have been like a couple thousand people, and that was that was it was sketch, but it was like right when the gates opened, so things were moving kind of quick, but it still yeah. was like Ugh. that shit is uncomfortable. I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah. At, I mean, yeah. All like right. walking to the stadium for that Michigan game, you were definitely in big crowds of people, but it was like kind of staggered. Yeah. Like it would be a group of six, and then like a group of twenty, and then like so it's a lot of people, but everybody ain't like really all up on each other, which makes it. There's no barriers like packing y'all in like that too, right? It's kind nah, of like it was nah. kind of a little bit open. Okay, walking yeah, into the stadium is almost like uh like when you go to the fair and it's like oh yeah they just got big ass doors you got to show some of your pass and you keep walking. Not really okay. like filtering, yeah. You want to talk about this hostage video? Yeah, man. Um, boy, we got a scenario on our hands, and I don't know if no one's like stepped into to 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 solve it yet. Um, Help! Currently, uh, Kanye went to visit Jay Prince inside a chapel um, in Houston, and then Jay Prince had him read like this uh, <laughs> manuscript. What do you call it? A manifesto? Is that what this I'm is? calling like, it? A manifesto because that sounds nefarious, and this video is very nefarious. Okay, so let me give you a quick little breakdown of what's happening in this video. So, um, Jay Prince standing, arms crossed up against the wall. Kanye standing next to him, wearing a hat and a t-shirt, which I, he's not dressed how Kanye has been dressed recently at all. So this already tells me he's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's wearing stuff that he doesn't wear anymore. Um, and I'll give you a taste of this audio. Hey, Jay Prince. I'm making this video to address the ongoing back and forth between myself and Drake. He's reading it off a phone. Uh, both me and Drake have taken shots at each other 
And it's kind of not like you have the camera reading off the phone entirely. So he didn't write this. He didn't. This is him. Special guest to share the two biggest albums of the year live in Los Angeles. Dog, he don't even talk like this. No. Like when is when does Kanye ever sound somber and sad? Prove to people everywhere how much more we can accomplish when we lay our pride to the side. This is insane. People, people Jay Prince gave him the the. Beautiful. At the end, <laughs> Doug, people make jokes about Jay Prince like not really being all that scary, and they could be like acting like he's the boogeyman. That video kind of confirmed a lot of what I needed to see because Kanye really was just like, it looks like a hot. Isn't it in black and white too? No, it's not. Color? Okay, but like it's if Kanye was holding up a newspaper with the day's date on it, reading that same letter in that same manner, it'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It looks like he's being held captive. He he did not do that under like by will. When does and Kanye the, ever write no, write a letter? When does Kanye not just go off the yeah go off the dome like, exactly like <laughs> is flying off the cuff like this is nah, not him. Fuck no. Give you all, was... So the caption that Jay Prince tweeted this with, he said, "I met Kanye West. Um, he supposed to be last year, last night in H Town at the Rothko Chapel. It wasn't in my plans to meet him there, but I must say I'm glad I didn't allow a worship place for God to detour our meeting. <laughs> what on, is more, sir?" There will come a time in life where we should all embrace the movement thinking over the moment thinking. Um, moment thinking gets us stuck in the cycle of confusion, revenge, killings, and things of darkness that take you to a place worse than slavery. Hey, yo. <laughs> Nobody was thinking about this. What kind of caption is that? I didn't see the last part of that caption. What? He, he kept on replying to like his own tweet with more stuff, so there's just like a lot here. Oh, um, my God. This will take us to a place me. much darker. Yeah, Jay Prince is 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 everything people say he is. Clearly, I believe it a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's just kind of wild because I've watched like we could talk about this too. I've watched like probably what four hours of Kanye talking this week. Yep, he yep. didn't sound like that. Not at all. <laughs> he sounded jolly, jovial, off the, the Kanye cuff, like you said. I loved like yeah. that. I, uh, the one that that's everything. A, that sounded like Kanye from 2008, like right before he said George Bush doesn't care about black people. That was not the Kanye we oh, know. God. That did though. Oh yeah, oh. no, that's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> did, you, so did you watch the part two then of Kanye today? Of or wait of Drink Champs? Yeah, part two. No, I haven't seen any of it. I just seen like clips and shit. Oh my god, dog, he's hilarious. I, I, I think I need to watch it because the clips I've seen are nuts. Today on this one, one of the things that stood out to me, he came out and said, like, um, yeah, I got to admit something to everybody. I was posing as a backpack rapper. I was actually, I grew up like a seen that. Like, totally, yep. I didn't listen to any of your shit. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. I'm probably going to see him soon. I'm going to get jumped by a bunch of people wearing fitted hats from 10 years ago. <laughs> Dog, he, he said, like, why would a backpack rapper wear a Louis backpack or some shit like that? I've seen people tweeting about. That's a funny mm-hmm. nigga. He's sick in the head, but that's a funny nigga. Yeah. You, you talked about wow. that, too. I think that was a good point. I mean, we discussed this a lot, I think, with um, you see this elsewhere when it pertains to black men, but how um, we frequently will be labeled like insane or some mental health issue whenever something goes wrong with us or whatever, some situation pops up with us that causes more attention to us. And that's how we kind of get dismissed. Um, he talked about that with himself. He was like, whenever I, I have an episode or something that pops up inside the media, people will just like bring up me getting diagnosed with bipolar. 
and write me off for whatever, whatever. It's like you keep writing me off, but like I'm nine billy up. So like, what else are you gonna do after that? Like now, what? Like what? What else is he gonna do? And like, I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Like people do just want to dismiss you with a crazy point. Like, but it ain't always that. I mean, yeah, he he's built enough of a following that there's enough people that dismiss him, and then enough people that keep listening to his music and buying his shoes. Which I don't. Not all of that obviously has to do with his character, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm yeah, I've been off him, so I can't really. Speak to I think, yeah, that. you should definitely. I, I I want you to give it a watch before you. Uh, no, yeah, I planned on it. I, I was where you are. As <laughs> the well. clips um, are hilarious. I I gave up on Kanye after Pablo. I liked Pablo, and after that, yep. I, I wasn't really messing yeah. with because that's when he got on the like the heavy election push and stuff like that. But then I yep. got back on Donda. Um, I've completely honestly only listened to that album twice. I thought it was good, but it's just not something I am going to go to. Um, There's a couple good songs on there that I listen to. I haven't listened to a whole absolutely. album. Well, I listened to, to it one time through. That shit is hard. That shit is super hard. <laughs> that shit is hard. That song is hard. Um, <laughs> exactly. I would, I would, if, if that came, like, if he was on tour, I would try to see that, though, live, because that's probably... Uh, Nah, fuck that. I went to we went to the uh, Pablo tour. We you got thirty two minutes. Of, yeah, we went, we got thirty two minutes of Kanye on a platform. And then he started ranting and left the concert. He ran so to you, like you got a rant though. That's good. We got a rant. We got a rant, rant, but it was like, uh, it was a Jay Z type. Like it wasn't the kill your friends one, but it was when he like had that string of concerts. I don't even remember what the rant was because it really? wasn't nothing like. He was just talking shit about Jay Z for like five minutes. I was like, I'm leaving. That was a wild ass tour because I think that same yeah. tour is when uh, Kim Kardashian's like hotel got broken into in Paris. Yep, yep, it was, and that was the one where he had like the floating platform and the crowds he underneath him. Don't send your shooters at me or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, then the, I, I remember like uh, the Kardashians got into the mosh pit at one of the tours or whatever. But everyone said like they had like 40 security guards around. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. KD was in that bitch with no security, four feet taller than everybody else in the crowd. I am. You. <laughs> <laughs> he smack you from across the crowd. You try to crush him. It's a wrap. I bet KD could like fight like six people peacefully. It probably wouldn't take much effort. Six normal people. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Christoph uh, Porzingis did get worked out by like a five six dude. Uh, well, you know, he kind of uh, not built. <laughs> so. Definitely not built. Okay. Do you want to talk about uh, Jeff Bezos? Uh, facing the actually, we can let's let's get into this, man. I don't even care right. to talk about it too much, but his bitch was choosy. Hey, but this, my is, wife this ed- is something like that could happen to any man, and this is just proof oh, of it that there's always somebody better. <laughs> oh, yeah, because if you think, like, okay, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> he what 500 billionaire, like, whatever, richest man on the planet, whatever, but his, his current girlfriend is never like. Went to bed thinking like, oh my God, Jeff Bezos so hot. She's just like, yeah, I got me a rich nigga. She's went to bed thinking about Leonardo DiCaprio. She's had a dream about him where she's watched the movie and been uncomfortable in her seat. She's seen Leo and was like, oh my God, look at his eyes. Dog, if, Leo, Leo, Leo got the got the talk. He probably used one of his impressions or some shit. Oh my God. Hey, she that's, didn't want that's to a nightmare. Jeff no. No, no, no. When Leo started walking away, she tried to chase him. If you haven't seen this video, you got to look it up. Because the way she like cocked her head all the way back and looked in, like into his eyes, all dreamy and shit. Oh, no, no, that would make me vomit. And then you see what Jeff, Jeff Bezos tweeted the next day. He was like at some cliff or something like that. And he yeah, was like, a uh, cliff that said yeah, "Fatal yeah. Fall." Hey, Le- hey, Leo, I got something to show you. Nah, Jeff Bezos hey, yeah. getting the wake though, man. He's trying to kind of get swole on Leo, but it might be his play, but. 
That's yeah, kind of crazy, like, dog. I feel like DiCaprio whooping his ass. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that, that's terrifying to have to just because if Leo, <laughs> if Leo wasn't like if he wanted to, he can be like, hey, what are, what are, you, what are you doing later tonight? Not what are y'all doing later tonight? What are you doing later tonight? She would have been like, nothing. What are you doing? She could have been taken. Yeah. yeah, it was available. Oh my god. Mm-mm. It's never I made, safe, dogs. Someone's clothes always smell better than yours. <laughs> I made the mistake last Sunday. Uh, me and Tony were talking about Miles Garrett, and uh, I showed him and Amara the the video nope. of um of him hitting Mason Rudolph over the head with the helmet. She goes, "Oh my god, he's huge!" So I pulled up. I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is him." I pulled a picture. He didn't have a shirt on, and she's like, "God damn!" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We're leaving. We're leaving." Yeah, no, you're not gonna be start like no. Nah. I was, I think I talked about it on here. The worst thing possible when your girl don't watch no sports, but she start naming players. I tell Amer- you, Amara said something about Reggie Bush, and I'm like, what the fuck do you? You didn't watch football in '06. Yeah. Why do you know who this is? You started telling me about uh, Cooper Cup's yards per catch. I'm like, oh, hold that, hold that. <laughs> she said, Wait, <laughs> Blake, did you see him on that dig route? Oh my god. <laughs> she watches she watching all 22 on your uh nfl game pass account like, what the fuck like, we're about to be a no football household keep talking <laughs> cap was right yeah man Turn this oh shit my off. God. Fuck out of here. <laughs> okay um here's a good one uh so we talked about robocalls on here i think was it last week i asked you about it or the, year, the week before maybe i know it was recently though Okay, so this this got bad, dog. Um, oh God! So this is out of Tampa, Florida. Um, I read this from, from the Associated Press. Investigators are asking Uber for records as they investigate the theft of more than seven hundred thousand from an eighty-two-year-old Florida woman who apparently fell for a grandparent scam. Over the summer, the scammers convinced the woman that her granddaughter was in legal trouble and needed her help. They told her to make withdrawals from her bank and hand the money over to a cour- courier, according to Kurt. Not the Kurt records in the case. It's court. Kurt records. You from really from the south now. Kurt no, records. I'm not. <laughs> Take that Crenshaw hoodie off. The fuck. Wow. Um, they convinced the woman to make thirteen withdrawals from different branches of BB and T Bank, ending at hundred thousand when she ran out of money. The newspaper reported. Um, but basically, yeah. So they they just they called her and um said your daughter your granddaughter's in trouble. We need money. And they send an Uber driver to her house to pick up the money with somebody <laughs> in the car trying to figure out who was in the car. But, like, and they did. And she hey, just did it. Yeah, here you go. Like, why don't you call your granddaughter? I was about to say, this shows how bad of a grandkid her granddaughter is. You didn't call your grandmother. How long do you say? Seven months? Between April and August. You yeah. That means you didn't talk to granny all summer. You let granny get robbed. But you know. kind of let granny get robbed. I, I won't super fade it because no, because you would ask like, "Hey, what legal trouble are you in?" I know with some of these scams, we'd be getting them coming into my job, and the people would be like, "Don't tell them that uh, we asked you to do this. Just tell them you're getting a gift card for this reason or that reason." So I guess I could see them be like, "Hey, and make sure you don't mention this to your granddaughter, or she'll be in trouble." And her just being like, "Okay," but also, you, Grandma would probably be like, "So how's the legal thing going?" At some point, that's but crazy. It's like. Dog, it's we, we are the generation that grew up with the um, computer ads getting thrown in your face. That like click here, yep. you won the grand prize or whatever, and we know not to click there. Like ignore that. For sure. right? Elderly people did not grow up with all this stuff. They probably Everyone. never had to learn this stuff because they've been 
out of Old the forever. workforce and is out of technology for however long. And it's like they are getting preyed on something vicious. Like these phone calls about like like we talked about uh, the other week with the your auto warranty thing or whatever it may be. Like they're the ones who are sitting there that answer their phone and like all day talk yeah. to people. Like yeah, it's like. I don't know. It, it's 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 pretty unfortunate. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you talk fast enough, you can convince some old people. Some she has seven hundred k to give away. Hey, I'm about Literally, to call. I'm about to call. What's the scammer dude's name from Detroit or whatever? Which one? Casher Kwan? Uh, nah. DJ X Six. Damn, I'm about to call him. We about to find a granny because they just got seven hundred k laying around. Hey. He probably did this. He probably was in the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> this this was his record deal money. Yep, my if mom um, was talking to me about the show last week, the one that we did last week, and I I yeah. watched um whatever it was that TJ six hundred. I watched that with her when she was here uh, meeting Brantley for the first time. So she's gonna know exactly what we're talking about when I say that. Oh boy! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> hey man, I, I'm not actually gonna try to rob anybody. I'm wholesome. What? All right, next story. All right, this is the dislike is button. We're getting out of here on YouTube. Um, Thank fucking God, dog. Why do you feel that way? Why is it there? Like, I feel like I watch so many, because um, I watch like, you know, like Chargers recaps or like I watch kind of funny daily videos on there. And it's mm-hmm. like, why does this mm-hmm. video have 46 dislikes? Like who, who came mm-hmm. to the director's page who got 15,000 followers and only makes Chargers content? Who's coming to his page and disliking it? Like are, those aren't giving you, I don't feel like any, like I've never seen a video and be like, Oh, this got a million dislikes. I'm not going to watch it. I'll watch it. Cause it got a million dislikes. So it's like that button isn't, I don't feel like really helping nobody. It's just saying like, it you that it was there? no, I, I just always thought it was done. Cause I, I always wonder mm-hmm. whenever I'm watching a video, like why does this movie review? Ha- well, movie reviews are a bit more like, uh, impartial whatever but like just random videos that don't make sense why they got a hundred dislikes because somebody was just like hitting the button or a robot clicked the button because who even thinks the time to take the time to like or dislike i've ne- i can't think you know of how what? many videos i've watched that don't have candace owens in them that i did that i hit the dislike button on i'll hit the like button i'll hit the like button when when i mean when are you hitting the dislike button what video are you watching where you hit the dislike button uh plenty damn you you a hater like that no, um, it's just if content pops up that I, that I didn't want recommended to me, I'll do that as uh, well. As okay. Um, I'm gonna say, isn't there an option that's like do not recommend or something like that? Yeah, there's there's that, but I mean, I also do it for other stuff. I mean, I don't I don't do it all the time. Like I tend to just keep it pushing if I run something I don't like online, but I've used it before. I'm not gonna miss it at all. Though I wish but, um, I wish you wouldn't have just told me your mom listens to this. <laughs> Cause I'd be thinking about like, uh, Act right. the, I I'd be thinking about the buttons on like Pornhub or X videos. Like, why is there a dislike button on this she, video? She, she specifically brought up that she thought we were four wholesome boys that just played video games together. And uh, I talked about porn last week, and she was just dismayed. I didn't reply to her anytime that she brought up the porn thing because I was like, Mom, I don't <laughs> So I'm I'm taking it she didn't listen to the episode called Meet in Your Beat. <laughs> Do not go back. <laughs> but not like, hey, I be thinking like, why is there a share button on uh, X videos? Who? That's how. Uh, that's how. Um, was it JB Brown from uh, <laughs> or T Tim, TJ Brown or whatever that be on um, 
Sports Center with Chris Berman was tweeting porn mm-hmm. links. Like, why what? do you have a share button? Because <laughs> he was just like in his freaky bag, trying to. He was trying to swipe out to the next video and hit share. Why do you have that? I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with the like or dislike button. But like, why is there a dislike button on Pornhub? Why? Are you, oh and God, some of the videos be having hella dislikes. You linked his account. Like yo, like okay, so Find you Google th- your Twitter. <laughs> you you search thick mills and then you watch three minutes of one video. Like this wasn't thick enough. Dislike. I'm out of oh, here. No, no, no. This is a banger. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, come on, fam. Certified you, got, you got one hand free and you still have the sense of mind to hit dislike. That is ill. <laughs> I gotta share this with the boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Get rid of the dislike button. Get rid of the dislike button. Happy and to see it go. Only reason I say to keep it is if like you take that do not um do not recommend, recommend videos like this feature. If you implement that into the dislike button to keep it around, because it's just one less thing you have to click. But other than that, sure. I mean, there's no reason to display well, it to the public. May, I must say, maybe we don't need to see how many likes or dislike a video has. Yeah, and I think that's what's going on now. It's like the button is still there. The number is just not showing to the public. Makes but sense it won't be a party no more. Yeah, it's like on Netflix. They removed the rating or whatever. And now it's just like, did you like it or did you not like it? Move so on. I can give you some theories as to why people think the button got pulled, though. Racism. Um, is you about to tell me some stat related? like black people have the most dislike videos ever on YouTube? I don't, brother, this is not the type of podcast you got to have my analytics, but. Damn, well, I'll have them next week. I'm about to talk to them. Um, all Thanks. the videos that, like, Joe Biden puts up get, get bombed. So people thought it was because of that. Um, oh. Well, I mean, YouTube I do dislike those videos. YouTube claimed it was uh, for the mental health of their creators, which also I could understand that because, like, we don't, I, admittedly, to get a ton of views on our YouTube videos, partially, mostly due to our fault. Actually, overwhelmingly due to our fault for um, not uploading regularly. But if like if we had like no likes and like three dislikes, I'm like, yo, what the exactly? Fuck? Who needs the dislike button? That means somebody came and saw this, like, man, fuck these niggas. Boop. Like, no, just, just be back like, out. We are not hard to reach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I see the dislike. I only got two of them. I'm about to go try to figure out who it was. Exactly. It was like the fades available on the West Coast or the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> you have something you'd like to say to me? Nah. Yeah, yeah fuck the dislike button. And it's, I I need a I'm about to uh, email X videos and ask why that button's there. Okay. You said something about yourself there, but I'm gonna leave it alone. Not delving into that because we are four boys that play video games. And <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is out of um hold on. So you have the thing open. Do you? Um, before I say this, do you want me to read all these stories? I don't care about the naked man. I don't think. Okay. Sometimes this should be funnier than I would imagine. So I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, no, uh, I think he's, that's kind of. After looking at it, it's kind of a bit worse than I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't give a fuck about Casanova. I wish Jamal. I had was here to talk about Casanova. That's so small. Oh, okay. Um, did you watch the video on this? The, the one after that. Nah, the outburst. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Is it crazy? Is she it choking is. a girl? It, I'm, about to, no. I'm about to watch it. Talk about it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this is out of Los Angeles, I believe. Yeah, it is. Um, Corey Benjamin used to play for the Chicago Bulls. He was a first-round draft pick, uh, basketball. Um, his daughter was playing in like some type of rec league. And basically, she went up to shoot a three. Some girl was like kind of in her landing's place, so she kind of fell when she came back down. 
it seemed like the girl might have said something to her, but not like you don't know what was going on. They're they're 15 year, years old. Put that in context. And his daughter just like throws a haymaker and knocks this poor girl <laughs> out. It's pretty bad, but it turns out this wasn't the first time she's done this either. Oh, um, wow. How's she still in the league? I have no idea. But the other video that I saw of this, she fought two girls at once. Damn. And she's the head of a big 15-year-old. I was about to say, she kind of looked like uh, Zach Randolph's daughter, who's like 11, but it like never nothing. I think she's a bit more composed than that. Oh, you all know what that dun 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 is. It's on TMZ. <laughs> TMZ be having everything. Who who needed this video? <laughs> I don't know, and it's not even shot in like great quality either. Um, not at all. Honestly, more Potato of the court. more wild scenes I've seen from a player in a youth like basketball league. I've seen wild things happen with like fans and coaches and um, parents yeah, and all that. But yeah, player to player, like that was absolutely insane. Like she like Jesus put Christ. everything she had into that punch and hit this this girl in the face. Mm-mm-mm. Well, speaking of NBA fights, <laughs> oh man, okay. I know you. No takes you got it on. No, nah, nah, kids don't fight, but I kind of like watching kids fight. That's cool. Push on, dog. <laughs> I feel like Nikola Jokic is beating up most of the NBA, like a good a good chunk so of the NBA. The story they said about uh, his dad being like what seven three four hundred pounds. Seven foot. No, that's that's Nurkic's dad. Nurkic's dad is the cop, the 400-pound cop. Jokic's yep. dad is the just a, a motherfucker who makes big-ass children because he has two other brothers who are, like, both almost seven Jokic feet tall. <laughs> Look, Mar- what was it, Markeith Morris? It was Markeith Morris, right? The wrong Morris. Doug, when he... <laughs> I've seen both of the Morris twins like bump into either Jokic now or Boogie, and they don't be moving people. Like they're big dudes to not be moving people. He did all that to Jokic, and Jokic's like, "Oh, okay, now I'm about to throw you across the court." I feel like Jokic is fucking up most people in the league, just off yeah, of like Jokic. want to and size alone. Yeah, it was like I could I could walk off what you just did to me, but I'm not gonna let that go just off like GP. Like you're you're getting nah. this. <laughs> nah. Hey, I'm kind of starting to the the Morris twins. I know they kind of been about that action off the court, which I guess I shouldn't <laughs> expect them to be about that action too much on the court because don't nobody fight in the NBA. But they kind of be like they don't really be punking people like it. Like they'll do something. People are like, uh, no, mm-hmm. not about to happen. Like they did the same shit to Boogie, or maybe they just pick bad fights. Like it always. I feel like, I mean, their purpose might be to draw a tech out the other side. Which yeah, they're, they're for probably sure. doing just fine doing Which, that. That works. I know there was a story about uh they they jumped their mom's boyfriend because they found out he hit her. So they hopped uh, in the I phantom just and about the this week. I didn't know about that. <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, NBA players are terrifying too, because hey, being around somebody that's six nine is like un- kind of uncomfortable. Like just being around people that tall. Imagine two six nine dudes like, yeah, we about to whoop your ass real quick. No, talk talk about that though, because like Bomani was saying like um, they they got acquitted in that, and he was like, "I don't know how many six <laughs> nine twins there are with Rolls Royce Phantoms in, in Scottsdale, Arizona." But Bruh. <laughs> they they got acquitted because they probably were like, "Hey, look, the text message like he really smacked my mom in the face, and we got money." So their lawyer was probably like, "Yeah, they were provoked." Makes oh sense. My gosh. Yeah, no, them them brothers is different, but the yoke like I'm sure most people in the NBA don't want to fight a Morris twin. Um. I know everybody in the NBA does not want to fight a Jokic brother because <laughs> the Jokic brothers are 
terrifying. Let alone you get all three. And I guess they they, they bought like tickets to the the next game they oh, have yeah. against the Heat in Miami too. And they be sitting like they be sitting because they be at a lot of. I know they be at all the Denver games, but they be a lot of a road right games, there. And they be like right there. <laughs> they are oh, right Alan, there. And they, and, and they don't seem like they for sure for sure seem like the type of dudes who are like, nah, we'll run on the court. Like we we don't mind running on the court. I don't think they enjoy basketball. Truthfully, <laughs> I know I know one of them played basketball in like Detroit, yeah. which is nuts. But I'm sure they don't play? care Did about you basketball. See him play? You seen the clip? I've heard he was enrolled at a basketball mm-hmm. uh, school been Detroit. in Detroit. You might, yeah, he he might have been a fifty boy. Slava went to the. And I'm team. caught up. Are you caught up? I'm, I watched wow, episode you, six right before I got on here. You play? You, I can't stand the rain. The hat. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Um, Fit it in though. Make sure, make sure we talk about that. Oh, we will for sure. I guess man, we. Uh, do we have any other NBA stuff we want to talk about? That was really the only um, thing I want to talk about. That's the last week. thing I I got on here actually from me. Oh. I, I got the odds for the NFL awards, but that can go into what you're talking about. So you can handle that. Yeah. Uh, hey, Seattle, always putting on. I'm gonna say Western Washington or I five, whatever. Uh, Palo Palo Blanco or whatever from Duke. Looking fucking nice. They got him ranked as like the number one uh, draft pick supposed to be coming out from oh, Seattle. He's, he's nice. Ooh, ooh he, he different. He's different. Okay. It don't make. He's one of those like, hey, like, why is he? He's listed at six eight two fifty, but like he's just in in college because he has to be in college. It, he very much in college because he has to be because they were showing highlights from that Duke game, and I'm like, wait, he's like this because I like I I've heard the name, I've like seen little clips, and it's like okay, he's always dunking, but it's like. Oh, he's not just always dunking. He's like Euro step dunking off the glass with English, like can shoot. He about to be a problem. Mm. Hey man, Washington, Washington, the Mecca for hoop, bro. I know Imani Bates is in college this year too. That, that surprised me because I had know been hearing his name for years, but he's yeah, actually this, playing this class. Oh. Jalen Duran, Chet Holmgren, is that Gonzaga? Wow, this Chet Holmgren in college too. Damn, yeah, yep. this is going to be a class. Ooh, Ooh yes, on. sir. Yes, sir. Next time, me to I'm, might me to tank it. We might need one yeah, more. It looks piece. like it looks like y'all trying to tank. If he be hey, hey, you too, bud. LeBron James has bad fashion. It's tummy. It's not y'all roster fault. costs a bit more than ours too. Hey, and it, we could have had Caruso on and decided not to for some reason because we're fucking. He out there looking great, throwing uh, Look, passes to diving for balls to throw to Levine for him to do three sixty dunks in the, the game. Caruso and Lonzo look so good. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, the Bulls are fucking he, nice. Buddy sent me a Bulls emoji yesterday. I don't reply to him because I felt like that was threatening. <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> like, I looked at the schedule like, we don't even play anything like that. He's just doing this to me to taunt me. Like, this is fucked up. I'm not reply Fuck off, bud. But yeah, man. that The NBA season has been interesting so far, but that fight I think has probably been the most interesting. Um, there's been As some interesting did, players on here. shit teams. It's just been interesting from like, I feel like there's, I'm, I'm going to steal it from our one of our old favorite podcasts. A lot of good players in the NBA, I hate to say. There's been a lot of good players this year. A lot of the young guys are fucking cooking. Ja looks good. Cole Anthony looks good. Uh, both the young boys in Houston, um, Jalen Green and uh, Kevin Porter Jr., another Seattle product. Both look very is good. There, is play there for a team with Houston. a player? Like, Is there a team that doesn't have a player you want to see? Utah. Um Really? Yeah. No, you don't see Donovan uh, Mitchell. You don't like his game. Over, I'm over it. They, I like. There's just like five other players that do him better than him in the playoffs. He is very mm. entertaining to watch. It's just like I'm never turning them on. Okay. Um, I'm sure if I think about it, there would be. 
Is there somebody you want to see on Cleveland? Uh, Evan Mobley. I really like Jared Allen. I've always liked his game. Um, so like that's not somebody I'm really like turning on the TV to check out. But yeah, I, I fuck with Jared Allen. Evan Mobley's been a little fun to watch the little bit that okay, I've caught let me, him. Let me give it give it this perspective. Like if um, let's say that there was a team in Seattle and you were looking at tickets to to go see a game, mm. and this team was the other team, um, would would that be enough for you to go to the game? Utah, I think I want to say the Kings, but I do kind of I fuck with De'Aaron Fox heavy, so I'd probably oh, yeah. go just to see him. So yeah, there's a, I feel like there's a player on just about every team that I would like, other than like I really don't care about going to see Utah. Um, that's that's really crazy. Like, don't, don't, I'm sure I, there I'm sure there is one that I'm not thinking of. If I, I had a list of the at least once, the, man. like the Pacers, I don't care about like Sabonis or like. Lavert, like yeah, no. I don't care about the Pacers. Lavert's no. a bug. Detroit, yeah. like I don't, K ain't look good enough for me to want to go see. Hell no, <laughs> so I, I don't want to go see them. He is having like an awful start. Yeah, no, so, yeah. it's going. I'm gonna need to see Cade on his next team. <laughs> so, so in seven years, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna be there when he's like, he'll be like a probably a 76 on 2K at that point. Uh, um, that is the worst part about fucking bad NBA teams is like. You're gonna get this player for at minimum like six or seven years. They ruin like, players, and it, and there do be players that come out and it's like, wow, he was this good for this long. Oh, the Raptors. I don't want to see nobody from the Raptors, but they do got Malachi Flynn. No, hold, hold, on, hold 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 on. There's no you're, way you're saying that, and you're th- you've seen Fred Van Fleet play recently. I've seen a no. Nah, yeah, I'm good. It's not that. It's not like a. I gotta go see them play. He's been hooping, but I, mean, I don't gotta go see that. Bucket. Fred Van Fleet's a. Bucket. Bug. There's 30 teams. There's a lot of buckets. Going end to end? Okay. Yeah. Still not going to see it. Sorry. Defense don't sell tickets, but. Oh. All right. Uh, San All Antonio right. doesn't have anybody I'd want to see. No, I'm skipping that. Mm-mm. Don't want to say Murray. This I team- know you're back in the crib if it's in Seattle, but hey. hey. I'm going to catch you at this team. Waffles, bud. This team stinks, but uh, OKC, fuck OKC for one. SGA is definitely like a, if SGA is in my city, I got to go see him play. That motherfucker. Okay, with Zim on his next team. Oh my god, he he was playing the Lakers. And he he pretty much beat the Lakers twice. This motherfucker crossed half court, took two steps, and looked and was like, "Yeah, I'm taking this." With like to tie the Barkley game with time. Words. Oh, <clears throat> he, I I love a player with spice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the Pacers. I was yeah. There's only like three or four teams that I wouldn't want to see. I got so it's it's tainted. The Pelicans. I know we're going to the NFL right after this. Um, yep. Can we talk about the Kobe shortage? Oh man, fuck Nike for that, man. Yeah. Are I you hurting uh, right now? I've been, <laughs> I've been hurting <laughs> since <laughs> first off. R.I.P. I've been hurting since the day he died. The day he died, his shoes immediately became like you. You got a better chance getting off whites. You got a better chance getting like Yeezys. Like, dog, I had. Last Christmas when the Grinches came out, I shit you not, I had my phone, a Maris phone, my iPad, and a computer open on dicks and sneakers app trying to get the Grinches. Didn't get them. Hey, yo, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, 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 yo. Come on. Why is Dick Sporting Goods named that? What am I supposed to say? Because I guess Richards didn't sell as well. You can buy more letters on the yeah. side. I had I had Richards.com open trying to get them Grinches. And one of my coworkers texted me like, oh, yeah, I woke up at like 6.57 this morning and logged on and I got a pair. <laughs> mm. I think I'm going to knock your fucking block off, bitch. 
I never, no, yeah, like, so, you never think about like them big ass NBA sizes, like size 15s and shit like that. Like, yeah. people it's crazy to think that, NBA but. players are hurting because NBA players, it'd be like they can go in the vault and get like whatever they want, but obviously they, they can't, can't now. Get any more printed. Yeah. That's the issue. So, like, the Rosen said, if you weren't on them heavy, here, you ain't getting them. No, that story I got on here, I guess, um, the Thunder, like equipment manager, is like cleaning out their warehouse or some shit, like, like their storage in their warehouse. And yeah. he got to like the back of it and he found like, Eight boxes, like all the right size for Josh Giddy that were left there from when Derek Fisher played there last time. Holy Kobe shit. Eight. Yeah. Wow. And, what the fuck? And Josh Giddy stopped whatever he's doing and drove straight to the facility to pick him up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got eight pair of Kobe's for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my way. I'm on yeah. my way. It's, yeah. I never, it's just wild, dog. Because like, I don't know how long ago um, Vanessa put the, the kibosh in. I think it was like this past summer. But it's, yeah, it's it was the summer. Now. Yeah, I guess like they're back in talks with her to like get it popping again because they probably are like we're losing a lot of fucking money because like Coke yeah. like Jamal talks about it all the time you used to be able to like walk in a store like weeks months after Kobe came out there. just pick up whatever pair you wanted like the day he died it was like yeah you can't get a shirt a wristband <laughs> a t shirt let alone a you know, shoe think, let let's say that they come up to a, a what they come they agree to some type of number or whatever and. They get the rights to start making the shoes again or whatever. It's not gonna go back to how it was. Like not because of just the how 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 it is now because Kobe passed, but yeah. Nike would be stupid to make them sit on shelves the way that they were before to to make that much. Well, I, I know Vanessa's big thing was like before Kobe died, he was upset that like his shoes were starting to sell out faster. So one of her biggest mm-hmm. things in the like uh, negotiation with them was like. It shouldn't. I don't want it to be impossible for his fans to get his shoes. Everybody should be able to get a pair. Okay, Obviously, so it's people. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, what number do you look at where it's like everybody gets a pair, right? Because yeah, you don't want them sitting on the shelves forever, forever. But you, that's somebody's degree. I don't. I can't answer. Yeah. That some, somebody at Nike probably know. Like, okay, we have this many attempts on every single shoe. Here's how many shoes we need to make. And they got to get them to hit. Yeah, they need to figure something out. And I th- I personally think that should be the case with all the shoes. Because now there's too many people that either are in the shoes or into reselling that, like, you can't really get shit that you can't get a pair of, like, regular ones when they drop on, like, a Friday morning. You know, I, I don't understand, like, from Nike's perspective, like, why? I mean, I guess it is sort of, like, free advertising to have people, like, talking about the shoes and hounding for them the way that they are. And not have them just like be available at your local foot action or whatever. But yeah. at the same time, it's like they don't make money from the resale market. So why are you setting up people to basically buy something hit? As I I say that as I have like Travis Scott's uh, swim short sitting in my closet unopened because I plan to put Brinley through college with him one day. But <laughs> <laughs> they do make money off the resale game though. You remember the Nike Nike lady's son was uh, running the account off her credit card. She was paying off oh, college. Some cousin. <laughs> um anyway nfl odds um for awards that's crazy it's crazy let's go ahead mm-hmm. and do those don't talk about justin herbert like that doug the, the just, last name was herbert and they're from portland oregon where he's from or um uh, whatever oregon wherever the the or eugene yeah so josh allen's the favorite right now that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MVP, yeah. that's crazy but so i i pulled this I up because i was guess. watching um something on the NFL network and they were talking about these and these don't match up to what they have, but I was looking and this is like all I could have that had all the awards. Like I could find just MVP, but not all of them. So sure. take that for these what you provided will. By MGM. That's not like a, a small, like it's not, 
It's yeah. So I don't know yeah. what, the, what the NFL uh, people had. But right hey, now, but, so top wait, five. You, oh, go, go, ahead. Ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. Go, I was you just go. asking. You don't agree with the order that they have in there right now. It's not that I don't agree with it. It's that when they got to the NFL Offensive Player of the Year thing, um, I think. Well, so it can still be true. Lamar Jackson was tied with Josh Allen on that on Offensive Player of the Year, which he still could be because they have two ties at at the same number. But so okay. either way, for MVP right now, the favorite is Josh Allen. Um, I think they have the top four for this, and this is in order. So it goes: Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. Those are the top four for the MVP as it stands right now. Um, yeah, Tom Brady and Josh Allen are both tied at plus three fifty. So, both tied. so both actually, those are both yeah, they're both first place. Which I feel like it's what Josh Allen don't have one, so maybe does that factor in the NFL? Do they do that kind of narrative thing? Like get the guy to this first one, kinda. But with Tom, I feel like they could just be like, let's just keep giving Tom as many as we can until we can't. Yeah, no, that I mean. I could see them giving Tom that if he was competing with somebody for legacy, but he's by yeah. himself now. So I think Tom has been better than Josh Allen this year. Like, and I fuck with Josh Allen, but I think Tom's played better. Yeah, um, Tom's been incredible. I, yeah, this is absurd, absolutely absurd that he's still this good. <laughs> it really like, is. Like, yeah, looking at Josh's stats, like, I mean, yeah, he I, obviously balling. That's why he's the favorite. But yeah, like, it doesn't look like or feel like it did last year, where I think he had a better case to win it. Um, and I think it's because last year what we were comparing him to wasn't as impressive, you know, for like sure. His yeah, he, seasons, he so. set his own bar. But yeah, yeah. like this year he has twenty two hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns, passing five picks. I think he might have one or two rushing touchdowns as compared to like okay. eleven last year or some stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I mean, I I would like to see Stafford get that award, but I don't think he has a chance with this group because. Um, Stafford would like to see Stafford get that award because he could wash some funk off him if he wins a fucking MVP. I don't think there's not a brush big enough to wash that that Lions hug off him. He could win three bowls here in in LA, I, but no, I don't think so. I think if he has two, it's three over good a seasons, decade of, of like single win seasons, people, uh, two people are gonna be like, see, it was the Lions. If if he was on a good team this whole time, look what happened. No, um, yeah, so, but the funk is still on you at that point because you still have those L's. Yeah, I, but I think people would, that they would look at his numbers and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I don't know." I think the I think we wouldn't have to hear about him being nine and forty nine against teams with the winning record, which he's, he's still <laughs> Where doesn't. Where's Jamal, dog? That's his shit. <laughs> dog, nine and, and forty nine is insane, dog. I know it's. Oh, yeah, hey, but Money talked about that on his pod too. Like quarterback wins, I'm not even really a huge fan of quarterback wins. That don't really tell you nothing. Nine and forty nine though. <laughs> I'm not either. That's Let's make fun of somebody with him. Oh man! <laughs> and this is it. And this is it. Uh, where they got Lamar? They got Lamar at plus eleven hundred. Hey, I kind of like that. We were talking about on a, our our last episode. I kind of like Lamar to win MVP, even though they did fuck around and lose to Miami yesterday. Like he's done more with less than anybody I could think of recently. Because if you looked at that, he might, he we might looked be at, out for that Miami loss though. Possibly, but Josh Allen just lost the fucking. Jacksonville last yeah, week. Jacksonville. So it might be time yeah, like, by himself. It might be. It might be. We'll see how this works out. I don't think – I know they got Aaron Rodgers above uh, Lamar. I don't think he has a chance. I don't think Dak has a chance. You can't um, tell me you're giving Kyle Murray a word after you've seen Colt McCoy run the same offense just as good. Yeah, I don't think so. And Kyler's might miss this game, so he's going to miss at least one game, but maybe two. 
He's and out. if everybody else who has been extremely healthy this season at quarterback, it it's, seems like other than Tampa Brady, uh, other than COVID, man, uh, Rodgers ain't nobody really missing the games. I could see Tom winning it, especially if they Shit. run off nine more wins and he keeps looking like the best quarterback in the league. Which, like you said, uh-huh. it, it's it's unfair. Yeah. The, the MLK of Green Bay might might get this shit. Fuck that guy, dude. He eat a dick. Hey, I think I think this uh, offensive player of the year and the odds reflected. They got Cooper Cup at plus one twenty. Running away with the shit. And then Good Kyler Murray second at plus fourteen hundred. So yeah, Cooper's gonna win this award unless he like unless something bad happens to him. Also from the crib. Um, but yeah, I think where's he from? Win. From I think he's from Yakima. Oh, you ain't even you. Ain't, you can't say it's the crib. It's the state. I cl- um, that that's must that's more so my crib than your crib. I've clicked the paychecks hey, in Yakima. What you done out there? I don't I don't claim the Eastern Washington for nothing ever ever unless it has something positive, and they don't really have nothing positive. Okay. okay. You know who I'd like to see higher an offensive player of the year? Jonathan Taylor. They got him at plus two thousand. That motherfucker <laughs> is nice. I think he's the best running back in the league behind the line of scrimmage. Got a point. It's hard to say otherwise. They do got a good-ass offensive line, which is helpful. Yeah, but when it comes to, like, picking a place to run through, I don't mm-hmm. see anybody set it up as good as him. Like, that man's yeah, he, ain't, he ain't no Trent Richardson. He is nice. Yeah, I, oh, I would man. take him above Kyler right now. Kyler, I feel like, has been okay, but he had, like, three bad weeks in a row recently. And then, yeah, Colt McCoy came in. going on either. Devonte Adams, I couldn't see it. Yeah, I feel like it should be Cooper Cup and then Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has been balling. Yeah, you lost Derrick Henry in the league. Somebody put in the in our other group chat was like, "This motherfucker lost Derrick Henry and got Derrick Henry Jr." It ain't been enough, dog. Last last <laughs> week I lost by two points in your league, and I yep. my kicker was on a bye. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, for all yeah, the Tyrese dude- that are eating off my downfall right now. Just know I'm coming for that ass. Don't think you're about to win this league. Don't think you're about to win this goddamn league, dog. You you literally lost by a catch, too, because he was down by, like, point three and was like, I'm really about to lose by less than a point. And then I think uh, it wasn't CeeDee Lamb. Whoever had, like, somebody on Monday had – or it was uh, Deontay Johnson had one catch, one extra catch for, like, four yards. You hate to see it. Um, let's see. Do you have any uh, strong opinions? Uh, you you think it's Cooper Cup too, right? For offensive player of the year, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, for defensive player of the year. They got uh, Miles Garrett at plus three hundred. TJ Watt. I have no opinion on this. I don't. This is like impossible to track. I feel. I feel like it's probably Miles Garrett. Um, <laughs> Aaron Donald's just like the boogeyman, though. Like I feel like he he'll have one game where it's like, oh yeah, Aaron Donald had four sacks today. And it's like, yeah, okay, well. No, I feel like Aaron Donald gets put in here by people like me who are, aren't going to look up the stats of what, what to vote for on this. Like, yeah. Aaron Donald's the best. He has to be but in this. Whenever, yeah, when, and whenever they talk about Aaron Donald's stats, too, it'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, Aaron Donald has four sacks this year, but he has 97 quarterback hurries. Uh, his <laughs> win rate on double teams is 113%. And it's like, okay, the count stats aren't there, but you're telling me that nobody in the NFL can block him kind of makes you. TJ Watt's been a fucking a machine, too, though. He... He's different, for real. Yeah, shout out to um, AFC North quarterbacks who have to see both of them that aren't like yeah AFC North quarterbacks that, that aren't on the um, Browns or Steelers. Good yeah, we lord, play the, we've played Miles Garrett and Rashawn Slater f- had him on fucking L's, and we got to play the Steelers hey. not not this week but the next week. Hey, 
That's dope. And this goes right into my next one. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year odds. And I'm sure my boy has no chance of winning it. Let me see where he's at. They got Rashawn Slater at plus 6,600 because they're never going to give it to a lineman. Dog, dog, he's he's given up, I think, one sack in the last like five weeks or something like that. And he's gone against like, he's gone against uh, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons kind of got him a little bit. Chase Young, um, Miles Garrett. He's had like two other ones. Uh, Max Crosby, when Max Crosby was getting his like defensive player of the year talking for three weeks in a row, he shut that shit down. He's been putting shit on elves. I know they're never going to give it to a lineman, but hey, we, we got a PFF offensive rookie of the year award for that to happen. Not saying he's yeah. not deserving because no, I'm not sure for sure what you're saying right now um, yep. about like, how impactful he's been, but it's, it's just never going to happen. Like defensive player of the year is always going to go to a pass rusher, probably an inside linebacker. Um, yeah. Just, it's impossible. You can't win that in another position. Like, no, like, what no, are they it, gonna it, do? Yeah, nobody's going to vote for it. This is the most lopsided one. They got Jamar Chase at minus 145. They're like, yeah, he's, he's going to win it, which he should, but he's going to win oh, it. Yeah. Najee Harris has been really solid, too. I can't wait for him to have a real quarterback. I looked up that game that Jamal was talking about the other week on here. Um, it was 19 targets. Jesus <laughs> he had like 13 that, catches, too. And that was week one, working. right? Or week two it or something like that. Like, it was like week two or week three. One of the two. Yeah, that's <laughs> God save that man. Justin Fields. Um. Well, I don't want to jump ahead. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, I wasn't reading no more of them. I'll you go ahead. Nope. I was going to okay. give him a compliment, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, every time I try to click on some of these get complete year rookie of the year odds, like I click defensive one, it just keeps going back to offensive. So I can't read the full odds for nope. defensive for you. That's a broken uh, link. Shout out to you, Vegas Insider. Well, yeah, they got Mark, uh, Micah Parsons minus 130, which sounds right. Patrick Sertain has been really balling, too. They got him at plus 1,200. Uh, yeah, comeback play of the year. Uh, oh, go ahead. I've, I've had them a few weeks in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I've never heard Dolphins. of Aziz Ojolari. That's a new person. To me. Played for the Giants. It makes sense. Yeah. And Jason Owe, I, it wasn't that the dude that also played at Penn State with Micah Parsons that ran like the 4-3 at linebacker. Yep, they, but both of them went down to the combine, tore it up. It's so crazy that whenever you see like like the DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, or like these two good ass linebackers, where it's like, how <laughs> did y'all collude to get together or something? And look at, um, I mean, I th- uh, Micah, what's his name? Uh, Trayvon Diggs isn't on here, but he's not a rookie. Look at um, Dallas having two players for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two they players. got. Trevon Diggs is plus 1,000 for rookie or defensive player of the year altogether. He's in his second year. So, yeah, yeah, they could have the rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year potentially. It's crazy he's not on def- defensive rookie of the year odds, though. He's That's not a rookie. Trevon Diggs isn't? No, nah, this is his second year. I guess that makes sense how come they gave him so much love with hard knocks. Yeah, um, yeah, this is his second year. He's kind of established on there. And his kid being hella funny. Yeah, why was his kid just meeting Dak and this is year two? I'm... Oh, I think it was probably because COVID year and then him breaking his leg. They probably couldn't have like family COVID and stuff. Again. Texas, dog, there was no COVID year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't know now that you mention it. It was hella funny when his kid was like, are you Patrick Mahomes? Like, no, I don't sound like him. <laughs> I didn't get ketchup on my ice cream today, so no. Yuck. <laughs> um, they got Dak Prescott at minus 500 for comeback player of the year. Of the no one gives a damn about. Hey, no, nah, because Derwin James is plus twenty two hundred. That's a 
No, my bad. Okay. For me. Go nah, on, you're man. good. You're good. Uh, let me see. And then coach of the year. And they don't. So Sean McVay. Let me Sean know if you want me to hit this music or not. Because, I mean, we risk getting flagged. But, like I just said earlier, if we get flagged, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, they going to take us off YouTube? Three people won't see it. All right. You heard it here first, folks. What's the music? Oh. Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> the NFL corner. Yeah, <laughs> boys. Hey, you know what's Somebody funny? Won't get it. Cut. It's funny that Jamal is. Ha- I think he's missed every uh, Jags win podcast. Wasn't he off the last one after they won? He, I could be. That wrong. might be his thing. You might just need to keep missing him because it's good luck, dickhead. Well, yeah. Okay, so just since you guys didn't get our episode from last week, I just wanted to touch on our teams how they did last week. So the Jags won, beat the Bills in. A absolute snoozer of a nine six game uh, that nobody Shakur, saw coming. The nobody saw coming. I I think the, if the I think the spread on that game was fifteen, and I would have banged the over on that because the Jacks stink. Um, yeah, me me. So Antonio came up here last week, and then me, him, and Jamal uh, and Devontae went up to the casino because they got their like sports book up now, and they got they got like twenty three TVs in there, all the different games on shit. Yeah. And we had our own little section or whatever that nobody's sitting in. So we were like, had like eight TVs directly in front of us. We didn't, hey, the only reason we got it was because when you first walk in, they had hella reserved seats in like the main section where the big TV's at. So like, okay, we'll go over here in the corner, but you get get eight TVs by yourself. So like, cool, we got a big ass section to ourselves. Um, but they, they had the Jags game on like the far right TV and we're not watching it because we're like looking at the Cowboys getting smoked and like whatever other, I think the Ravens game was in front of us or whatever. And you just keep looking over and it's like, Oh damn! It's okay. It's three three. That's weird. Oh, three minutes left. It's in the third quarter. It's three six. So okay, six nine. Oh, what the fuck? How did this happen? Um, that was a very nasty looking win that no one saw coming and no one wanted to see. Mm. For sure. I wish I would could have been there to see Jamal celebrate that Jags upset. <laughs> he was I'm shocked. Sure knowing him, he, he might have been like hella low key with it. He wasn't giving up the way he's supposed to give it up. Nah, you know him. Yeah, he was very much like what the. F- Man, how the fuck do you beat this? This makes this make no sense. Mm. Um, the Chargers got to win. That was that was refreshing. We invited my boy Anthony up there, who's also an Eagles fan. So, and there was some Eagles fans sitting behind us. So it turned into a little Eagles section for a minute. Um, and that game was very close and ended up being 27-24. We went on a, a, a semi walk off field goal. Uh, Justin Herbert <laughs> pulled the meat out on him. He he went thirty two for thirty eight, two oh, three touchdowns, okay. no picks. Oh, he went crazy. Jalen Hurts, yeah, looked all right. He was running all over us. Our run defenses, cheeks. We were getting chewed up by Jordan Howard, Doc. But that was yeah. a, that was he, a he's gonna win the protection too. Facts, yeah. But yeah, that was a good little win. Um, and then the the game that they had right in front of us, and it was hella funny. They had the Saints Falcons game on in front of us. And there was these hey, two people hold that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to, um, I'm going to say his name right now. Um, Olamide Zacchaeus. Oh, my God. The receiver? The receiver from the Falcons? Oh, my God. That boy, nice. That boy, nice. I had him on my dynasty team. He carried me to a dub last week. I'm Dead not ass? even mad at the Saints that way. <laughs> yes, what, what do you have? Two touchdowns? Uh, he did work I last think- week. 
I don't. I'm pretty sure Matt Ryan looked for him every single time. Was in the end zone. Basically, every single time down the field, he looked for him. Yeah, that's that Calvin Ridley effect. He gone. He was like, who do I throw the ball to? But yeah, there there was these people sitting behind us that from their accent, you could tell they were from New Orleans, and they got there. We both got there at 10 a.m. So they sat right behind us. No, they were gone. <laughs> they, I think the game was like because y'all were down big for a second and ended up like coming back. They yeah. bounced so early. <laughs> they were like, no, we're not doing this. We're going home. We, uh, we got tutored up. Uh, that, that's yeah. that's what it is with this this year's Saints team, dog. Like we beat teams that we're not supposed to beat and lose the teams that we're supposed to beat. Yep. I don't know who you guys play. Oh, I do have it in my thing later. We'll talk about, but yeah, we can yeah. go into week ten before we start talking about next week. Just get um, it on. Did you Hold watch on. any of? I um I have I I cut two Kanye sound bites. That I thought I was gonna get a chance to use, and I don't know if they'll pop up during this. I just want to make sure they get played. <laughs> so you don't want to save them for save them for a different time. Okay. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, because when when it hits perfectly, you'll be you'll feel even better about it than if you use it right now. Look, All right, because this is this is why. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. That's why I brought that up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I am getting gooked. <laughs> so did you watch that uh that Baltimore Miami game last night? No, I don't watch Thursday night football. I wrote I wrote off Thursday night football when we were doing picks because it was um Thursday night football is like a the wherever Mad Max takes place. It's it's that <laughs> of football. The Thunderdome <laughs> it's or whatever. It is yeah. really it is really the wasteland. It it, I've said it two weeks in a row now. The NFL makes no fucking sense. We're we're sitting here, and Amara usually she's cool with me watching the Thursday night football. She'll do something else. Dog, I turned this game off at uh, halfway through the third quarter. It was three to six. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not watching a three to six game. I'm not putting my wife through this. We can watch something else. Uh, I look at my phone for fantasy. Like, let me see. Oh, 22-10. Okay. Baltimore need, did what they needed to do. And then I went to Twitter. I was like, oh, Miami won 22 to 10. Are you fucking kidding me? Anytime, no, 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 anytime no, no, we no, think no. a team is good, they get knocked off immediately afterwards. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Doug, my, my, or Baltimore couldn't do shit yesterday. Absolutely. Oh, shit. no. Hey, uh, maybe play of the year. Uh, Oh, also, like at halftime, they come out halftime. Jacoby Brissett plays the whole first half at six to three. Got they her, show right? him. He goes to he's he goes to like run onto the field, and Brian Flores is like, "Nah, fam, take a seat." And then Tua rolls out, <laughs> and actually, like, didn't play well, but I guess like won the game, which is all you really need. Is, Bri- um, is Brian Flores getting um another another swing at this? Is he getting another year at coaching down there? I feel like he probably will because they won 10 games last year. So they got to think he's a good coach. And I think he's is okay. a good no, coach. No, it's true. Yeah. He just has a dog shit quarterback room. Maybe the worst quarterback room in the league. I don't know. But what happened between last year and this year that made it go from 10 wins to looking like they probably ended up with less than four? They don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick and Xavier Howard that doesn't have 11 picks. Okay. Okay. That's, okay. I mean, I think? don't know. No. Mm. I, I another thing I was saying on our last episode, like they're just games that should be illegal to be on TV. And they had the the Texans versus the Dolphins last week. It's like we, we don't need to watch two one and seven teams. We don't need to expose people to COVID. Just close the stadium, let them play by themselves. Mm-hmm. Don't let the cameras in. Like nobody needs to see this shit. 
So I haven't watched enough Miami to tell you what, other than that, I've seen enough to know that that brother stank. But yeah, this league makes no sense. Um, Atlanta plays Dallas this week. I have no real thoughts on this game, but I I know Dallas got a fucking mud hole stomped in them last week by a. by Denver, it was thirty to zero at one point. So I'm sure Dallas is going to come out mad as hell. I've, I've I've given up on the um the CD Lambs the farce. He every single like every couple weeks he baits you back in with a big performance. But I put yep. him on the bench finally. Um, but I do have Cordero Patterson in one league. So ooh, okay, I'm big on Atlanta right now. Um, because he's a he's a big point getter. Yeah, CD is interesting because yeah, like at once every couple weeks it's like two touchdowns, 110 yards, something like that. But then it's just like. Uh, three catches, sixty-one yards, no touchdowns. Like, okay, you showing yeah. up to work, getting some cardio in. If that was on sixty-one yards, maybe. Damn, I wish Jamal was here for this. The next game I have up is uh, Jacksonville plays Indiana. Nail <laughs> I want to know. know. Is it time for the Jags to go on a win streak? Are you sure? Can you they put off. two together? I mean, it only takes one to start the streak. Or it only takes two to start the streak. And yeah, if they, what can I mean, they do from last week to get this done? Play defense. Uh, have Josh Allen be the best defensive player of all time. Okay. I think it would be. They, Josh Allen had a sack, a pick, a fumble recovery, and a forced fumble on the other Josh Allen. Oh, you confused me right there. Yeah. The, the good Josh Allen that plays on defense sacked the bad Josh Allen that plays on offense. Uh, and picked him off and wow. forced him. Yeah, he's that bag. joke got used eight so many, many times, times last week. So many times. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else I want to say about this game. I know uh, Jamal Antonio have money on Carson Wentz versus Trevor having a better season, so this will be a funny game for them to have to watch. I th- there's no way Trevor is still in this co- competition. Jamal should have paid Tonio already. <laughs> yeah, Tonio, when you listen to this, uh, send Jamal a cash app request and then forward it to Please. me. Please, yeah, for whatever that amount was, because it's over. And then with the Bills deciding to lose last week, the Patriots are half a game back from the first place in the division, and they play the Browns this week. Um, Boo Boo Baker looked kind of good last week. Uh, Boo Baker. Baker looked good throwing 11 passes last week. So um, I don't know if they can win in New England with no Nick Chubb Ooh. and no Kareem Hunt. So I kind of think the Pats are going to win this. The Dearness is good, but I think you got to beat the protocol. He ain't, he ain't good yet. He ain't got the stamp. Oh, I thought he was good to go. Uh, I just yeah, feel I like Bill Belichick always, always has a trick up his sleeve, so I think he's going to have Baker and Hill. Yeah, uh, I, I, give me New England. Give me McCorkle. <laughs> McCorkle's look better than I thought. When I seen he's him walk the, out at the draft. rookie quarterback by far. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah. And it, I, it's you can't really say – I mean, uh, maybe. I know they – like like to discount and I'm not doing this. They like to discount like people that go to the best situation and the Patriots offense still doesn't look all that. It's not like they got a good running back, decent ish receivers. Wasn't like nobody talking about that being a no. place to play quarterback last. Not year. at all. So yeah, he's, he's far exceeded my expectations and Trevor, mm-hmm. who I thought like, damn, at least this offense will be buzzing has not been buzzing. Mm-mm. And Justin Mm-mm. Fields might be in the worst situation. Cause they, mm-hmm. they'd be hanging that boy out to dry. He looked mm-hmm. good on Monday night though. Um, but Buffalo plays the Jets, so I'm assuming they're going to stomp a mud hole in the Jets, and that New England will remain a half right, game back right. from the division lead. Uh, I think yeah, he got hurt. Oh, he got. If I'm not mis- I believe he is hurt, so I think it's going to be Did yeah. Because they play uh, Joe Flacco getting this this start. What's going I, on? He might be active if it's not Josh Johnson. 
Okay. Little Marshawn. Um, we can spend mm-hmm. very little time on Detroit. 0 and eight at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's probably going to win this. Um, nah, don't, I, you got this big, big line on here. That's cap. He looked like a baller. At what? Football? Yeah, I seen I seen some highlights against uh, every, Chicago. He's throwing that, watching that, that game, throw. every single pass Ben throws is an underthrow. He could throw like a slant; it's underthrown. If he he threw like four deep balls, and he did the like, you got to like cock back, take no, a I step forward, deep, like really get your arm into it, and the running back or the receiver is like, oh shit, they got to like try to catch it through somebody. Nah, he's cooked. That arm is is uh, ground beef. Debatable. It's not. Deb- <laughs> I want to look at. We'll look at his stats. They probably look like Baker Mayfield's. Okay. This. But no, nah, he's done. But I'm sure that defense will carry them to a win against the fighting Dan Campbell's. You think it's possible that Detroit goes winless again? Oh, no. Something's going to something's going to give with a, a 17 game schedule. There's going to be a team that they play towards the end that is uh, locked up. that Doesn't need it. And Detroit will get one. I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I don't really see. I mean, other than in their division, like I could see them beating the Bears. I could see them beating the Vikings. Uh, they play the what Falcons. The at the end, is like locked up. And they, Green Bay doesn't need it or something. Yeah, and that's the last game of the season, so I could see that being the case. Okay, yeah. they'll probably get a win. A win. Because Jordan Love didn't look like that. Look like oh, nothing last Lord. week. So. He did not look good at all. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, it's funny though. You mentioned the New Orleans like beating teams that they shouldn't, and you know, winning against the teams that they should. Y'all have beaten Green Bay, one of the best teams in the league. New England, oh. about to be first in their division. Seattle, which is kind of whatever. The football team, when they were decent, kind of whatever. When they were decent, uh, and you beat Tampa, who is a Super Bowl favorite out of the NFC, and then you lost to New Orleans or New York, Atlanta, and Carolina. Makes no sense. But I, was, I think I was looking at y'all schedules uh, yesterday. Y'all kind of got an easy schedule coming up, so we'll see how that looks. Y'all got to win this game, though, and hope that uh, Adrian Peterson don't return to form on you. Take I got him sitting on the bench. I might throw him in. <laughs> he might need to. because. Uh. And you got no Kamara this week. He's out. Yeah. Which fucking yeah. stinks for several of my fans. I guess uh, Deontay Harris is, like, facing a DUI charge, too. So it's, uh, Jesus Christ. DWI. What's the difference? One's driving under the influence. One's driving while intoxicated. I don't know why there's two of them, but whatever. Hey, I don't know the difference. Um, Tampa plays Washington, so I expect Tom Brady to further solidify his MVP case. That's a duh. Uh, easy to. Uh, that's a kill. playoff rematch, though, too. Oh, yeah. And Taylor Heineke is going to be playing. Okay, okay. Oh, well. uh, Cam, Carolina- Cam's not playing this week. Is he? I- I can't imagine that he'll play. I haven't seen anything, Sam. But, yeah, Cam is back in Carolina. Um, I mean, I guess it is a completely new offense, even though he does know probably every player on the offense for the most part. Because, uh, I mean, I know – only reason I say Cam's not playing this week is because I know Vaughn Miller's first game is this weekend, and he got traded two weeks ago. Yeah, and Odell's not playing this week either. So, yeah, I think he's probably going to take a week to, like, learn everything. They, I think probably they showed him, like, arriving to the facility today. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Minnesota is coming to L.A. this week to play the Chargers, um, which I have no idea how to feel about this because I feel like our offense can play with anybody in the league, but our run defense is cheeks. 
Who, we, who's better today between Kirk Cousins and Herbert? Herbert. He's I, comfortable. Easily, don't, don't say easily. Yes, easily. By, by uh, everything I would every <laughs> no, I'm not having this conversation with you. I don't think it's close. That's cool. That's cool. Where, where was Kirk Cousins at in the MVP uh, odds? That that have a lot to do with team success. There, I'm saying as a, as a player, individual player, who's better today? Yeah, as an individual player, I'm taking uh, Justin Herbert. I think is a tier above Kirk Cousins, a full All tier. Right. I think that that's a low key disrespectful question. Hey. You- <laughs> I actually uh, talked myself into on our last episode of uh, Justin Herbert potentially being the best quarterback of all time because Jamal was like, would you trade Herbert right now for Justin Herbert? (laughs) And would you trade – oh, sorry, would you trade Herbert for Mahomes? (laughs) And I said no. (laughs) And I said no, I wouldn't trade Herbert for Mahomes. But then I was like, well, shit, Mahomes I think might be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So in theory – I think Justin Herbert might be the best quarterback of all time. Hey, <laughs> slide my DMs if you think I'm wrong. I got I got 500 pages of research to prove you wrong. Don't don't engage him with this uh, idiocracy. Just leave him alone. <laughs> all right, man. You gonna see? A wise man see. told me don't argue with fools. People from a distance can't tell who was who. Stop with that childish shit. Who was the wise? Who was the wise man that told you that? Don't arrive for the throne. Jay Hall. All right. Anyway. Hey, did you see J- uh, Jay Z made an Instagram for like 20 hours this week? He think he me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely thinks he's you. Um, and then Philly plays Denver. Denver somehow is five and four, even though after they went three and oh and then went oh and three after that, I just assumed that they would fall off completely. And they are the entire AFC West is five and four or five and three. So this week and that yeah, this weekend's gonna decide a lot for that division. Did you see um what's his name? Devonta Smith like coaching Jalen Hurts on how to throw the ball to him last oh, week against no. him? That's ugly. Yeah. yeah Devonta yeah, Smith went off. Dog speak dog, we but we were missing uh Sante Samuel and Michael Davis last week, so fucking Chris Harris was guarding Devontae Smith. <laughs> Devonte Smith looks so fast compared to him. Like I know he's fast, but Chris Harris looked like he was like running with like the spark parachute on, like running as hard <laughs> as he could, gaining no ground. Dog, every Is single like catch. The still a thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. They still do like okay, a spark score yeah, for athletes and stuff. Um, if you go back and watch the highlights of that game, you will just see every catch Devonte Smith has. Like Chris Harris is running to catch him from like four yards away. It's like, weren't you guarding him, dog? What the hell's happening? Hell no. <sighs> Uh, Seattle plays Green Bay, and I was thinking about this game because they're talking about Aaron Rodgers playing, and I could have swore like when you when they say like ten days from infection, I think it's supposed to be ten days symptom free, and he for sure hey, said on the Pat McAfee cool. show that he he was sick for two days, so he should miss this game. I know he's gonna play, but Aaron Rodgers should miss this game. You gonna write that in? Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna send Roger a letter. I'm gonna send Roger a letter. All right, right after we get off here. I'm, uh, I had Seattle winning this. Though with Russell Wilson coming back, I got them winning this. I think they said that uh, Green Bay is nine and zero against Seattle at Lambeau Field over the last like twenty five years, something like that. Twenty. So? Years. I don't know. I don't know. I I I think I do like Seattle getting it with Russ coming back though. Because they shit. I think they were like in one possession games if they lost any of the games that they played without him, and they had fucking Geno Smith. It's cheeks. 
Yuck. Um, then the Sunday night game. This will be a good one. Kansas City going to Vegas to play the Raiders. Um, both teams with five wins, five and four for Kansas City, five and three for Vegas. So that'll be a, a good seeding matchup. I f- Kansas City is an enigma to me because they they look bad and still win. Like they beat the uh, Packers thirteen to seven with Jordan you Love. Can't, like they you just can't eliminate them yet. But like, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, look at your division. It's tough. <laughs> it's five and three, five and four, five and three. Where's Denver? Denver's probably right around there too, huh? Denver's five and four. Yeah. Ooh wee. Yeah. So it literally this division is any team loses in a week, you can be first place or you can be last place. And same thing yeah. with the um, with the AFC North. With um, I think all of those teams are have five or six wins. Yeah, every team besides Green Bay, they out of here. All right, never mind. You said AFC North. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's spooky up there. Um, but yeah, I, my dad's talking about going to this game. He's down in Vegas this week, so that, that would be a f- pretty fun game to go to. That'd be pretty I cool, think man. I, I think I got the Raiders winning this just because I think their offense is good enough to fuck up that shitty defense. Um, but yeah, that'll be a good game to see. And then Monday night we got <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams going to San Francisco, uh, which San Francisco looks awful in every way. Um, so I'm taking the Rams to win that. And I, it's so funny how much, um, I think we even mentioned it last week, how much shit they're giving Sean McVay. Like you had, you let Colt McCoy walk you down. That's embarrassing. That team's pretty bad. That brother, he is, uh, what? Yeah. He's three and five this year. They said outside of that year that they went to the Super Bowl, which is a big deal. Obviously, like, I think he's like 19 and like 37 or something like that. Like his record is awful. They've had a lot of injuries, sure, but yeah, that team is suspect at best. And then obviously the Rams signed Odell Beckham Jr. No big deal there. And Von Miller plays this week in this matchup against the 49ers. So yeah. uh, look out for that. Yeah, the Rams are gonna be a problem to beat, dude. Yeah, they, having, they have a roster. Yeah, having having uh, Robert Woods as like your fourth receiving target or some shit is gonna be disgusting. I might like them over the Buccaneers just because the Buccaneers, it's not like this is Tom Brady with um, Bill Belichick running the defense behind him. Like, um, no yeah. no disrespect to Bruce Arians, but it is levels. <laughs> For sure. And Bruce Arians is going to get it done offensively, but Tom Brady yeah. can't go out there. And, and uh, Tampa's been missing, like, all of their DBs all season. So, yeah. if, if obviously, this will be two, three months from now, but if they have to see them in the in the NFC Championship, that's going to be a shootout that I think the Rams will win. Mm. Especially once Matt Stafford realizes that uh, Tom's going to win the Super Bowl or the MVP over him, he's going to want to kick the shit out of the old man. All right. Hey, have you, uh, I know, <laughs> I know you've taken a look at some of them. Have you looked at any more of the gameplay videos from, from Grand Theft Auto? The remaster? Um, what did I watch today? I, oh, I watched them. I watched the game ranks uh, before you buy. Before you buy, yeah, yeah. And the, they showed the, uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. The rain in that looks insane. Like, Dog, why would you, you can't do that? You can't see the anything behind the rain. No, that's a terrible idea. Um, I've seen some. I've seen gameplay from like everywhere. Um, I've seen them pull it from TC. It's just a, a flaming hot ball of mess that I'm just confused of how it got to this point. I'm. I really feel like, and I think it makes a lot more sense, 
now that it's out. Because when it first came out, I was like, damn, we didn't really even hear rumors of a remaster or nothing. It kind of just came out of nowhere. I feel like they yeah. were like, hey, we should remaster those like early this year. They're like, oh, yeah, let's put it out for the holidays. And didn't think about how much work needed to be done to make those look good because that shit looks awful. Yeah, the rain thing was like, how would you play the game once it starts raining? No, and I, I learned more about Grand Theft Auto Three than I knew before this week. Um, in the last two days, so yeah, I don't really cool. remember playing um, that. I don't think so either. They talked about how the gangs like permanently turn on you and like takes away missions on the map. I'm like this sounds like mm. I don't want to do this. But. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'll be touching any of those games. At least not for quite some time. Like uh, San Andreas and Vice City, both the old versions both look better than the new one. I'm not playing that shit. I've had no urge to play those games again since I played them back on PS2 or in yeah. Xbox, original Xbox. Like, I don't know. Like, they, they serve their purpose for the time, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have nostalgic memories. I mean, I do have nostalgic memories of San Andreas, but not to the point that I want to go relive it because 5 has come out since then and it's completely changed what I expect of Grand Theft Auto. I don't want to go for backwards sure. in that. San Andreas is fun to play for the nostalgia, like hearing the radio, like doing some of the missions, but like, yeah, like, Every time I've gone back to play San Andreas, it's like I don't want to like grind through the first like five hours of missions where you're not really doing shit and you're like don't yeah. got no guns. You're like, okay, I'm gonna come in, put some cheat codes in, I'll run around, shoot shit, and then I'm not playing this anymore. Literally every experience I want to have in GTA now is like present in GTA, GTA Online. Not even yeah, five, yeah. not even the story. Like GTA Online, oh, yeah. like, customizing the bikes and cars and stuff like that. That's the stuff I want to do in GTA today. Yeah. Um, until a new story comes out, like I don't want to play GTA Five story again. So, yeah, I haven't even considered playing yeah, that shit true. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, did you see anything from uh, Disney Plus Day that you want us to talk about at all? Um, not because it was they were so short. Like each trailer there was like twenty five seconds. Like, I was like yeah. what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, they had they what they announced She Hulk uh, or showed She Hulk. Not even announced. These things have been announced, but they got yeah, they showed shows. it. That's all it was. Jeez. Yeah, She Hulk. Uh, what's the dude's Moon name? Knight and, Moon Knight uh, and Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah. And then they did show that they're rebooting the Proud Family. Oh, I didn't know that live action. I can't tell. I can't, no, I can't tell if it's a reboot because it like the scenes they were rich? showing look new. Like it looks like Proud Family, like stylistically, but it looks like it's in like 4K with new graphics and stuff. And it was scenes that I've never seen, so it looks like they're just redoing with the same cast, like starting yeah. Proud Family over again. Which I'm here for if it because it was all the same people. I think they added like Tiffany Haddish, uh, Little Nas X is supposed to be on there for some of it. Um, but yeah, I fuck with Proud Family, so I'll be checking that out whenever that's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, I ain't got nothing left on the docket, my boy. Okay. Um, debating if I want to do this or not. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, you're going to play your Kanye drops? No, 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 no. Um, well, I'll, I'm going to do it. Whatever. Um, I'm going to say rest in peace to my brother. Bruce passed away this past weekend, last Saturday. Yeah. Um, very, very untimely news. Um, very sad, but I just want to sort of share sort of my story with him. So Bruce is actually my stepbrother. Um, I've known him since I was 11, I think. I think, I don't know. I don't, I actually don't know how old it was, but it was like early 2000s when I met Bruce. Um, and since then, um, 
I never had like a little brother. Um, I have an older sister. And other than that, like all of our family friends and my cousins have been older than me. So that means that things that I got introduced to as a kid were from the perspective of somebody who was older than me. Like it wasn't things that necessarily my friends at school were into. It was like what people who were two years older than me were into. And um, there wasn't much for me to pick up on with that, if that makes sense. So it's like once I left their houses, I wasn't that was it. But when Bruce came into like my world, um, I finally kind of got to sort of be more of a kid again when I was like 11, which is kind of weird to say, but like, this is like the person that like I played like Yu-Gi-Oh cards with is the person that like I played, um, Beyblades with, um, this is the person that like made me like fall in love with like playing franchise on 2k and like Madden and like baseball with, um, that like I probably played like more like games of 21, like in the street with than anybody else. Like this is like my, my dude. And, um, I hate to say like we not like not because like a, a beef or like falling out and like that, but just like as adults, like, you know, like life takes over, you grow apart. You don't talk as much anymore. That kind of happened to us. Uh, we were probably talking like four times a year versus like there was a span of like my life of like eight years where I talked to him like probably every weekend. <laughs> like we were hanging out or staying at each other's houses and stuff like that. Um, but he was like, a, I don't know, like a really like important part of like, my life and like my maturation, the the part that makes me like who I am today. Cause all those things that I mentioned are like, are a big part of the things that I still enjoy to this day. And it's like, um, not Beyblade, but like <laughs> I have magic cards in my closet and that's a graduation of playing Yu-Gi-Oh with him as a kid. Um, yeah. I, I still play like franchise mode on sports games more than I play any other mode. Um, and I've introduced him to, I, I believe like Lil Wayne and Kanye, <laughs> oh my god passing the torch I, I know when i met him i think his favorite like artist was akon <laughs> oh no you saved it oh my god no but um i don't know yeah I, i'm I'm gonna miss him like dearly um i the the sad part hasn't really hit me yet to be honest like it, it's because i'm i'm away from everybody who's grieving um so it, it just hasn't really set in and become like real for me but um I'm going to definitely miss him. I'm going to say rest in peace to my guy, Bruce, um, my brother. So, yeah, yeah uh, he was in my yeah, wedding. Tyrell met him. Um, everybody who's been on this podcast has met him because he's been around me for that long. So, it's impossible for you to know me and not have met him at least once. Yeah. Um, he so, was he was super tight, man. Like, when we uh, we all kicked it before your wedding at, like, in the, the groom's room, it was one of those relationships where it's like, I literally just met you now, but we're already talking like we've known each other for 10 years just off the, like, the mutual strength of knowing you like he yeah, and fit like, in with us and shit. talk about how that came to be is that like um unfortunately another one of my friends tonio he could he couldn't make it to be into my wedding um so i called bruce i think the week my wedding was on a saturday I called him like maybe like wednesday so like hey bro like i, I need you can you can you like be one of my groomsmen he's like yeah sure um i sent him the information for the men's warehouse he went down there got fitted got a suit and everything like that and um Showed up at the wedding, chipper and happy as everyone was like the life of the party. Um, Bro, nobody yeah. had interaction with him that didn't like have something like glowing to say about him. Absolutely, and like I don't know, like there's, there's it's rare you meet people like that. Like I don't know, it, sure. it, he's a special type of person. <laughs> you told us, uh, you told us, my white stepbrother is about to join us for the the bachelor party. I was like, or not the bachelor party, but like as a groomsman, I was like, 
that shit about to be lame as fuck. And as soon as we met him, he was like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, shotgun some beers? Like, what's good? Like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. you're with the shit. And we you immediately had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, immediately. He's fun as fuck, man. That's my guy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, like, yeah, like, it just thinking about like the type of energy that he had, like I'm I'm just being away from home all these years makes me like kind of sad that like I didn't get to spend more time with him as adults and like get to experience like what what this type of Bruce was like. Cause I know Bruce like as I know Bruce is a kid, I know Bruce is a teenager, and I sort of know him as a young adult, but I by the time like he really got out on his own and got to start living life the way he wanted to live life, like I was already away from home. So it's like, I didn't get to see that part of him. And uh, that part makes me like sad. And like, I don't, I wish to see like what Bruce would have been like as, um, as a husband, as a father, as, um, a grandparent, like who knows, like what, what that person would have been like. And, um, it makes me sad that I don't get to see those things, but like, I'm very happy for the times that I had with Bruce. Like it was, like I said, like incredibly important part of my life. Um, you always will be. So like, yeah, rest in peace with my brother, man. Like, rest in peace. Uh, man. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That is, hey man, I everybody got to be better about it. But talk to your people, man. Like you really get you miss out on so many. Like, damn, it would have been fun yeah. to do this or like whatever. Like, just have some more experience, and you don't think about it until it's too late. Because if you know, if he hadn't passed away now, it's like, oh yeah, when, when we move back to Washington or whatever, like we'll finally be able to get to spend more time. Yeah, more time you just assume the day is coming that you're going to get a chance to do what you want to do. But it's like, dog, like it, nothing is promised, man. Like, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. She like that makes me appreciate us doing this more because you get to like, I mean, we're we're doing it for other people, like we're getting our opinions out, but it's nice to get to like sit down and like have a face to face with your people once a week and like really tap in and make sure you like, you know, checking in. So check on your people, call your friends, talk to them, call them. You want to, you care about somebody, just talk yeah. to them, like see what's going don't on. Don't let dude. petty shit be in the way. Just holler at your people. Yeah, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. I hope I did that in a positive enough light where people can get out of here and still be like happy. Yeah, so, man. I'm saying like, yeah. I'm telling y'all how important he was to me. It's not. He don't sound yeah. like he wants you to be sad. He sounds like he wants you to take another shot. Bruce will want people to turn up at is whatever we gather to do for him. I'm not saying this what's going to happen. I'm not saying that's what should happen because obviously a lot of people are grieving and going through things. So I'm a, whenever that time comes, I'm going to go there and be there for them. But um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yes, I'm, I, I'm, it's just wild it's weird to think it's weird 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 and wild i don't know that's death is weird it it doesn't it doesn't ever really make any sense no more sense but it's it's inevitable it's crazy all right episode 34 um critically unfocused podcast shout out to tyrell hold on i got it I got one drop I can play because it's two of us. We ain't got nothing respect for each other. We ain't never pulling no train. We ain't no motherfucking freaks. We some family men. We getting it paper. You know what I'm talking about? All right. We out of here, man. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Peace. Peace.